just a bit of a spoiler warning for the top of the show. Respawn is going to talk a bit about the new raid, the Crown of Sorrow. So if you want to skip past, we will put some timestamps in the show notes so that you can skip past that. But it's only minor spoilers um, for the first encounter and what potentially could come in the rest of the raid. But if you want to avoid it, we will timestamp it and put it in the notes just to give you guys a warning. And three, two, one, we're back in the room. Welcome to Two Titans and a Warlock, a Destiny 2 podcast, a show where we discuss tips, tricks and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers, we just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 information, news and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback and you can contact us either by email Titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. So we now have right, so, two titans underscore warlock. Yeah, I was gonna say, you just confused a lot of new people, man. <laughs> just like, wait, didn't you just to say two show. titans and a warlock? I'm, I'm taking are... into consideration that you now play as a warlock and not a hunter. Yeah, you've, listen, given, you've given listen. up the hunter ways. So, we, we, so, we, saw, we saw you world's first warlocking out there. Can't hide it. It, it all, was dreamed. There is proof. The people know. There, there is proof, but it's because we didn't have any warlocks. We needed at least one well, right? And I've made it clear that I like playing my warlock. You know, I'm still a hunter mean, but, you know, the warlock was needed, and I have a high-level warlock, so, you know, I fit the bill at the time. Um in addition, oh, I was going to say something, but, but you started Takataka and you messed up. Uh, I was going to say that you called me out for being a warlock, but you forgot to... something. Whatever. It are you matter. on your phone again? Because it doesn't sound like you're on your laptop like you normally are. No, I can get the mic. Is this not as good as the mic? No, definitely not. All right. You sound like you're on second. a... It's not terrible like you were in the car earlier, but yeah, it definitely sounds like you're on a phone. <laughs> Your sweet, sultry voice is not quite as sweet and sultry as normal. No, we are definitely two titans and a hunter. Without a doubt. Just that our hunter decides to be a warlock when... It's a bit like cross-dressing for hunters, really, isn't it? You know, this is slipping to a warlock every now and then. Yeah, it really is. Although, I, I, I have to say, we, we were playing a couple of rounds of uh, quick play this morning with, with he and Odie. And I was just running around shoulder-charging hunters. And it didn't really feel bad because it was... It was me as the sole Titan on a team with a bunch of hunters. I was just like, Hunter Squad, away, attack. I'll be back here. Give you No, they're you know, fine if they're working clearance. with you. It's when you're working against them that hunters create. Mm. Well, well, I certainly had lots of hunters this morning. I was overwhelmed by my hunter brethren. Now, I haven't done an intro for you, me, and him, because apparently he's doing an intro. Yeah, he's got this. If he comes back to the show and you know stops having other conversations. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. God, this will be like an 18-hour podcast. No, we can get through this. We can get through this quick, and then we can get on to playing more. Well, while we're trying to get Respawn back on the show, I just want to give... Uh, so Respawn put in the forums, you know, Bungie forums earlier this week about uh, his his great love of being one-shot by the Titans, called Titans Too Powerful. We'll put a link in the show notes to it. And, you know, it goes on to say all the things he's normally said on the podcast, which you've heard a thousand times if you listen to the podcast. But more importantly... 
I have to give a shout out, shout out to Bunny. Because the first the first reply to his thread in the forum was a guy by the name of Bunny saying, Respawn Ranch in the forum? Awesome. Just need two Titans to drown you out with music. As a hunter main, agree 100%. Keep fighting the good fight on the podcast. So I just want to give props to Bunny out there in the giant world of Bungie who found Respawn's post, knew the gimmick. Almost immediately, knew the podcast. By the way. Yeah. Right, yeah, almost immediately. <laughs> like, yeah, it wasn't but a couple minutes because you were like, I posted this. And then Amelia was like, what the heck? Here's a guy responding. And I'm like, okay, Bunny, you're my new favorite hunter. And right. you know, Bunny and I made a secret pact not to ever tell Respawn because he doesn't read things. So shh, he'll never know. What but just props to, props I to Bunny. I posted it back to you too as soon as you put it in there, you freaks. Um, <laughs> But the conversation I and Bunny had, that's a secret. I'll <sighs> never know. So Respawn. What you have an intro for the people to introduce who we are and to all our new listeners. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. No, I, I really don't. Would I you believe, like to introduce? I believe Malice has demanded you do so. Go on. When, when I, when I'm just making the people sad. Yeah, I know. The people That's coming for the entertainment. It's kind of what I do. <sighs> okay, I'll just have to make one up on the fly then. <laughs> I am your host, Night Demon. I am joined, as ever, by the perfectly, I don't know what word. Um... Enigmatic? No, no. Children? Mysterious. Perfectly... Sultry? Mm. Sultry was used a few times in reference no. to one or more of us. No. Parody. What would we come up with for parody? Um, I, I mean, all those things, I, I think. I know. Yep. I am joined as ever by the perfectly practical. Blah, 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 no, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know what I was going to say. That is a oh. perfect intro. Good job. You were so, you were so close, yeah. so close. I had it. I was rooting for you. I was. I was nearly there. It was. It was in my mind. I knew what I was going to say. Right. I'm joined as ever by the. <laughs> <sighs> sultry soothing. I'm joined as ever. Of the bold, bright Brit that hosts the most entertaining D2 podcast. Uh, see, he had worldwide. it that time, and then you stop. Give it up for Night Demon. I'm joined as ever by my guardian friend, blah, blah, blah. No, uh, you see, you messed me up now. I told uh, you. Called it. Did. You messed yourself up way before I ever got here, buddy. <sighs> I'm your host, Night Demon. <laughs> I'm joined by Parody and Raid Ready Respawn. Woo! Not so ready. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> So do we go straight into the uh, world's first attempt? <laughs> don't don't give me another intro to this because people are going to be like, he's got too many intro musics. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like a sound effect, like like a door opening or something. Big, no, no, you're just going to have the same sound effect. Door. Just you know, we'll just introduce it as respawns um, rant. No, that's the other one. Respawns report. Respawns raid report. Three R's. Yeah. Respawns raid rant. There you go. Put it all together. No, no rants. <laughs> so we got our group together pretty early on as soon as as soon as we were able to get back into destiny and i was thinking here we are we're going to split up in two teams and do things you know to to get all of our powerful gear and in the beginning that was how it worked out but then everybody just got impatient like all right let's go do our own thing ah. i'm just like uh what <laughs> where are you going what are you doing so everybody split up to try to do their own thing and whenever it was time to do the raid, none of us had powered up the way we should have. So we're going in at like 7.08, 7.06 light. And we're struggling. So um, 
one guy kept looking at like raid secrets and nothing was showing up. So basically, I didn't want to watch any of the streams because I did, I wanted to try to figure it out on my own. And for the most part, we did. And I was actually kind of happy about that when it came to the first encounter. Um, we managed to get to the end of the first phase. And all we had to do was break a crystal and we would have finished. Uh, but no, no, our, our blessed people ended up dying and the whole thing was a failure. And I was just tilted. Now, a lot of people that haven't played with me much and you only have heard of me on the stream. But people that have played with me know that I will not shut up. These two can attest wholeheartedly i am saying all kinds of things i'm messing with people i'm just i'm my mouth goes a mile a minute whenever i'm playing in game so there was a point in this raid when i went just dead silent and that's a bad habit that i have especially when i'm streaming because when i get just so tilted i just i i can't focus on anything but the game and i'm trying to one man carry a raid at this point so i'm incredibly angry and dead silent except for the you know, you know, expletives that pop out every now and again, right? Let's just put it yeah. like that. And Parody was watching the stream. He goes, did, did he mute himself? Is he still talking? No, I was not muted. I was just really, really angry at my raid team because we knew the mechanics. We knew the mechanics. We're like, hey, you need blessed people and unblessed people to kill these things and to shoot these crystals. We knew the mechanics. But even though we figured out the mechanics as a team, they weren't following them. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, this ogre's immune, this ogre's immune. So turn around and shoot the other one, you idiot. <laughs> Why are you continuously <laughs> shooting the immune ogre, right? You know, one of them is blessed, the other one is not. So turn around and shoot the other one if you can't shoot that one, right? And then, you know, there's the whole, hey, I got a crystal over here. I need a blessed or I need an unblessed. Come on, I'm just shooting this crystal. I need someone to break it with me. And, and nobody comes, right? So when it's supposed to be, you know, the whole team as a group goes from left to right, killing all the crystals, they just kind of spidered out. Oh, no, I'm, these two are going to go over here. These two are going to go over here. These two are going to go over here. Except people were dying. And people that were dying didn't realize, I guess, that when you die, you lose the blessing. So you had the two unblessed people trying to shoot a crystal thinking one of them is blessed and it's just not working. <laughs> so after all these trial and errors, and I emphasize the word error, I just, I couldn't take it anymore. And it's just like, we were right there at the precipice of completing it. We had been doing this for, well, we hadn't been doing the raid for more than a few hours, but I had been running with this group for about eight to nine hours because we did a lot of menagerie together too. It's just, I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I know I'm a handful. And if I am getting irritated at my group, I think that says a lot, right? And it was just, it was too much. I just, I, I logged off. I killed the stream. I killed my game. And I just went to cool, cool off for a little bit. And that was it. That was, that was my, my world's first raid attempt. And it, well, well done for trying. Right. And, you know. I mean, we it, did figure it out. I, I was yeah, happy about yeah, that. Absolutely. You know? I was watching, and, and you got to that one point where you got the, you know, dung, dung, when, you know, when you've done a run successfully and you had three of them and you were there. I was like, oh, they're so close. And, yeah, because we're like, like, we're like, like, all right, that's the third phase. What's going to happen? And then right, it started right. again. We're like, whoa, what? Right, right. No, no, no. It's like you had, and you were all sort of like, okay, we're here. And then it's like, and then it just went from, from perf perfection and you're know, running back and forth to sort of falling apart. You know, one person goes down, the next goes down. And you're just like, no, no, there it goes. And then it's like, okay, th that's the moment in the rage where you look back on and go, hey guys, remember two hours ago when we were this close to finishing this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that run. 
was I was I was, uh, was, I was watching. I was like, I was felt so bad. I was like, you're done. You're really, so done. Really angry all the time, and I don't blame him because he was yelling at this other guy, and he, rightfully so, right? So we're up there on top of the. The, the statues trying to hide behind the legs and everything like that. And you've got these idiots that are down in the middle trying to shoot all the ads with no cover. Right. And he's like, stop jumping in the middle and stop dying. And he's right. I don't know why they continuously thought that they could just kill all the ads while being down in the middle. And it failed for them 90% of the time, especially since, and, and this is the part that drives me a little bit bonkers about this raid. Right is you have to be blessed to kill a blessed person or vice versa, whatever. You have to match your blessing versus non-blessing buffs, right? So you can't kill an enemy whose buff doesn't match you. But all of the enemies, regardless of buff, can kill you. <laughs> and that's nonsense, right? If I can't hurt you, you can't hurt me unless you have a shield, right? I understand if they have shields, but it's a blessing. Right, I can't hit them unless I have the same blessing that they have, and it should be the same for them, you know. Although I don't know how blessings work on bullets, right? <laughs> my my You're my gun close. isn't blessed. I'm You're blessed. Close to a rant. Calm okay, it whatever. down. But it point is, very, we tried. We it failed, works. and I was tilted, and I just couldn't go any further. That's that's okay. about how that's summed up. I've got some questions for you regarding your raid. Um, so how long did it take you? And um, without any kind of spoilers, because I don't think a lot of the people, we won't go into spoilers just yet. Maybe okay. in a couple of weeks when everybody's had a chance to kind of dip their toe into it. Sure. Uh, so how long were you in the raid for? The actual raid, I was probably only in for four hours, maybe five. Okay. So, how is was there one encounter that you got to and is that the one that you were trying to figure out yeah that this was this was the first encounter where um you had to figure out how to stop the uh the ritual right okay and in the beginning like <laughs> it's just like this big purple ball in the middle and i think the the worst part about the purple ball is we didn't know how to use it we didn't know what <laughs> was there for we know that we have a blessing we know that if the timer runs out it will kill you but we didn't know how to get rid of it, much less how to transfer it. And so, like, I don't know how we figured it out. I can go back and watch the stream or whatever. But at some point in time, we realized, hey, everybody going in the middle, shooting this big purple ball does things for us. So let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So what did it feel like when you first got into it? Were you kind of along? Did you start at the same time as the, all the other raid teams were going for it? And Yeah, yeah. As soon as it opened, we would What did in. it feel like? We jumped in. Um, it was a little. It was. It was. It was exciting at first, right? Because I'm like, yeah, we're gonna go in there and we're gonna figure this out. I knew, hundred percent, we weren't gonna be worlds first. I had hopes that I would finish within the first twenty four hours, which were predominantly dashed pretty early. Um, <laughs> and I didn't use those words correctly, and I know I didn't. I just couldn't think of anything else to say. So let's pretend I just said something smart right there. Cool. Thanks. Okay. Moving on. Um. But yeah, I was I, I I was hoping at least that we could you know get it in the first twenty four hours. So we're going in there, and I see I see the setup, and you know my my initial reaction is when I got hit the first time by one of those uh, cannon shooting snipers. Oh my god, it hurts so bad, more than half my health. I was like, good lord, you hit by two of those, you're done. And the first thing I thought was, we really really should have done all of our 
gear power-ups as a team because now right um after i took uh one day to power up my warlock and then jump on the the hunter and i know what you're saying oh warlock again well that's because i go do all of my stuff on my other characters and leave the hunter for last because the hunter gets the highest light level at the end of it that's why um so i jump on hunter and i start power leveling my hunter after the warlock is done and sure enough i'm i'm too i'm sorry i'm 725 i can get up to 729 with all my gear on so if we if we would have just taken a few hours to properly power up which the weeklies and the dailies we could have knocked it out like that swapped swapped our alternative characters and then did those weeklies and dailies all those could have been done before the raid even started and we'd have had plenty of light level i think it would have gone so much better had we done that so next attempt i am definitely going to do all of the power-ups before i even step foot into the raid i don't care if it's open now i don't care if you know everybody else is doing it i know if i go in there i'm gonna get my butt kicked if my light's not high enough so i'm gonna get my light high i'm gonna find a group that's also highlight and of the same mindset hopefully the frozen clan and um we gotta not botch it up too bad i'm hoping so lessons have been learned and all that what what was your kind of loadout? Um, what did you have? Were there like Titans, <laughs> Warlocks, Hunters? Speaking of loadout, um, we had one Titan, one Warlock, which was me, and then four Hunters. And that was the biggest error that we could have come across, right? Because DPS wasn't the problem, right? We definitely had enough DPS. The problem was staying alive. And I was the only well keeping us alive. And the Titan had to switch to a bubble to try to give some semblance of defense whenever we were all in the middle and I didn't have my well. So um, huge mistake. Uh, and, and the thing about it is, is one of those hunters started off as a warlock. Right. And so we were good. We had two warlocks. We had a Titan and we had three hunters. We were fine. Um, but at some point in time, I don't know why or when, but that guy ended up switching from a warlock to a hunter. And multiple times in the raid i'm like hey we need two warlocks we're not going to be able to do this effectively without two warlocks I said multiple times specifically talking to the guy that swapped from his warlock to his hunter and nothing happened so here we are struggling for hours and hours to try to get this thing down when just a second well would have been so much more helpful right because especially when you got to kill the two ogres and everybody was jumping up on the platforms where the statues are i had my well Every time we went into damage phase, but the other side didn't. So if we had to swap sides, one side is unprotected, getting pelted by ogre eye blasts. And it was not fun. Not when you're already under light level. That was crazy. So, yeah, that was our loadout. It was a mistake. Don't do that. When you go into a raid, always make sure you have two warlocks, especially if you don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, I think at this point, isn't it, it's a good um, idea to have a mixture of classes and setups whereas when you get further on into the season you mm -hmm. can then all have a warlock and or all have a titan or all have a hunter right um, to do these raids because you know with the power set up you can do that kind of thing but at the start it's kind of good to have a mixture isn't it see my my rule of thumb is have at least two hunters have at least the two hunters and one of them could be like a golden gun the other one could be tether depending on the situation or both of them could be tethers Either way, have two hunters, always a good thing. Have two warlocks, always a good thing, right? Have at least one titan, if nothing else than for the melting point, right? And the rally barricade. Uh, I don't think you need two titans. 
I think one Titan is sufficient, and you could have either three Hunters or, in my preference, three Warlocks, because Welds are nice, right? Especially if they have Luna Faction boots on. Super nice. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate. And I do acknowledge that in PvE, Titans do need a buff, right? So I give Titans a bunch of crap for PvP, but I do acknowledge that they do need a buff for PvE because they're very underutilized, especially in raids. And I yeah. acknowledge that. Right. right. The, yeah. The warlocks have really, you know, in D1, it was, you know, bring your bubble titans to get your bubble trains going. And in D2, it's like, no, bring your, bring your, uh, well, radiance warlocks and they do the same thing, but way better because you can shoot through it. And I can tell you, I mean, you say way better, right? But if they gave us, uh, blessing of light as a, as a sub, sub skill set on titans or gave us a piece of like, like on your, um, in, um, what's it called helm of Saint 14, if they put blessings of light on there, that would change the hunter game. I'm sorry, the Titan game extensively. Because then you could have two or three Titans just generating the hell out of orbs, especially now since the tethers can't get their tethers back as fast. Right? So if you put a bubble train out there, whoo! Yeah. Titans yeah, would be yeah, utilized yeah, significantly. To make, to make the bubble useful again, because really you only run a bubble if you want to troll people in PvP or something now. There's there's no reason to run it anymore. Yeah. Or if you're capping like a like a like a capture point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There was there was that magic crucible we played this week in uh lockdown. Where we came in, I came in with the shield. The other guy came in with a bubble behind me, and we're like, "Hi, we're just gonna stand here and capture your zone. This match is over. You're done." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, that so far until some significant changes happen to the Titans as far as PVE is required, then yeah, I would say one Titan, preferably with a rally barricade and melting point, three hunters, two warlocks, or. Two hunters, three warlocks, depending. So, what on kind of like loadout them. would you recommend for the first encounter? Anyway, what would you uh, say that you kind of need? Is so, there a mixture of weapons, or is it just? Oh, definitely, definitely. Machine so guns and for your primary, for your primary, um, definitely the uh, the outbreak. Right, outbreak is amazing. If you don't have the outbreak, then the arbalesque would be my second go-to. Uh, if you don't have either one of those things, then as far as the primary weapon, I guess it's entirely up to user preference. I would get something that has a little bit of range on it, like a scout rifle or perhaps a really good uh, pulse rifle for those ranged enemies. Um, something with firefly or exploding rounds because you can AOE damage. And when it comes to all these ads, you need to clear them out as fast as possible because you, you have objectives that you need to focus on, right? So clear the ads out and firefly with the firefly perk on it um or like explosive 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 rounds explosive payload whatever those are called anything that can do aoe damage to ads is going to be great okay uh, secondary um i like fusion rifles but in this particular case uh probably a shotgun because you need to kill the big enemies quick one second what babe huh? yes it is the podcast why do you give me that look when you see i'm on the podcast Thank you for the uh, mac and cheese, babe. Um, the official wife giving you the disapproving look because you're podcasting. We all get it. <laughs> no, it wasn't a disapproving look. It was like a sad look, like she wanted to participate or something. Um, anyway, so uh, secondary should be able to, you need a secondary to kill uh, big ads. Not bosses, yeah. but big ads, like the, the knights. The knights yeah, are a real big yeah. problem. So um, I would highly, highly recommend, if you have it, the loaded question, that gun did work. Right, it did a lot of work. Um, so the loaded question is phenomenal again because it explodes on that first shot and AOE damage. And if you have 
Warlocks with a well of uh, with a well of radiance and lunar faction boots, you got that that explosive round at least for the first few shots, right? And then when your magazine's not full, you lose it obviously. Um, that or a shotgun. So when I talk about shotguns, I really only mean one of two, um, either the primary that's got trench barrel or the secondary that's got trench barrel. And the secondary comes from escalation protocol. The primary one with the trench barrel comes from the raid. Um, Last wish raid. No, no, actually, Scourge of the Past. Yeah, scourge. I'm just testing you on this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Scourge <laughs> of the Past. And you can get the curated roll from the first chest. And I've gotten two curated rolls from the first chest. And I've only done the raid, I think, a total of 14 times on this account. I've done it more on my son's account. But on my personal account, I've only done it 14 times. And I've gotten two curated uh, trench barrel shotguns from the first chest. So if you don't like doing the raid, then just do the first part of the raid back out and do it again. Well, no, because you can only get the chest one time. Back out and do it again with another character. Haha. <laughs> See, um, you don't have to go through the whole raid because only that first chest, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, only that first chest has the chance to give you a curated role for the shotgun. Um, so moving. with this yeah. new raid, the enemies are hive, are they? Uh, for the most part, yeah, they're they're hive. Okay. Bosses. So, um, are there any new variations on the hives that we haven't seen in the first encounter anyway? No, just oh. the whole blessing thing. That's it. Um, but the end boss actually isn't hive, he's a cabal. And yeah, it looks like talking he's about him. Oh, well, you said all enemies aside from what we encountered in the first yeah. part. I was just <laughs> clarifying your question. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just it's 90% hive. 95% hive. That's it. Yeah. And um, what else was I going to ask you? There was another question I was thinking about just now. Um, well, as far as heavy weapons go, we didn't go there. No, heavy. Yeah. Right. Heavy weapons. Um, so, like we've stated in the past, if you're in the Frozen Clan, you do not use rocket launchers. And I put on a rocket launcher because I felt that my uh, machine gun wasn't doing enough damage to the ogres fast enough. And uh, so because I had the well and I had Lunafaction boots, I could just boom, 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 rockets, right? And I figured, you know, that'll do more damage. Turns out, doesn't. So I would stick with the machine gun or like uh, the sleeper is a good option if you have that, sleeper simulant. Or even the Queensbreaker. Queensbreaker is pretty good. Um, but yeah, once once I got too close to that statue and I almost blew myself up, I was like, you know what? Maybe a rocket launcher is not a great idea. Because <laughs> even though there was nobody else in my clan, I almost blew myself up anyway. Um, so a rocket launcher, I don't think, is best for taking out those ogres. And I had the the Bellowing Giant, which is a curated roll that you get, again, from Scourge of the Past Raid. And just like the one that you get from Gambit, it had uh, impact casing, it had tracking, and it had uh, cluster bomb. Right. So I figured big rocket, lots of boom. Uh, a bunch of smaller booms and when it hits the the ogre it does extra damage because of the impact case and i figured that would be a good bet turns out it wasn't so i would stick with the uh heavy machine gun if you don't have the sleeper or the queen's breaker uh yeah I that's was, about it i was screaming at the twitch stream when i saw you put the <laughs> rocket on i was like well, see how this goes and yeah you didn't you didn't blow yourself up and no one blew you up i was like ah competent yeah. raiders it was close though the rocket launcher yeah no there were close close calls but <laughs> I was like, no, you don't do that. That's the rules. But yeah, that one guy walked in front of me 
twice because he was strafing left and right. So he yeah. walked in front of me twice. Oh, it was so close. Yeah. And then when I went to get out of his way, I almost rocketed the, the leg of the statue and almost killed myself. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is not a great idea. Um, and that's basically about it. You know, I mean, in in this particular raid, in the beginning, during ad killing phase, yes, split up into three teams of two. But when it comes time to actually destroy the crystals, you should probably all group up and go from left to right. That's the fastest, more, most efficient way to do it. Especially if somebody has died and you start to lose track of who has and doesn't have blessing. It's better if everybody shoots every crystal at the same time. That way, no matter who does or doesn't have blessing, that crystal gets blown up. That's about it. I've got another question for you. So in the raid, do you think, just going off the first encounter, that stuff that they've put in the um, Merengue thing, it's Mer- it is Merengue, isn't it? Menagerie? The Menagerie. That's the one. I okay. Mer- <laughs> he confused the hell out of me. We're oh, not in a pie. What are you talking about? Yeah. We're not playing Overcooked. We're uh, not in a pie. There's no meringue. No, it's, it's Merengue. So in the, it's not a type yeah. of music. I would say we're not dancing, but we are dancing, let's be honest. Right. In the menagerie. So the stuff that we have to do in there, there's lots of different mechanics. Mm. Um, do you think that's preparing people to go into for the raid? No. Okay. No, I do not. <laughs> Simple as. That's it. Yeah. No. These are all no. kind of different um, mechanics, are they, in the menagerie? Yeah. The, the raid is mostly um, keeping track of blessing and swapping blessings. That's the biggest mechanic of the raid. And that mechanic is not in Menagerie at all, right? But it is apparently going to be in some strikes because there are some strikes where they have those same crystals that are immune. So I'm guessing that's going to have something to do with the Rose exotic quest later, I believe. Uh, yeah, we did think about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they have the same crystals. And if they had those crystals in there forcing you to work together as a group, I think that would have... That would have been preparing you for the raid. Yeah. Um, but that's not in there. So considering how that's the biggest mechanic of the raid, I'd say no. It doesn't prepare you very well. And there's been a okay. respawn raid report. So if anybody's actually looking to level up quickly, we have a guide on our episode 18. No, sorry. We have a guide on episode 17. If you go to the links underneath, there is look, a look, look, look. To make it dog. easy... To make it easy, to make sure that you uh, get it, just start from episode one and work all the way up to where you are now, and I guarantee you'll hear. <laughs> no, in the, in the show notes, in the links, we've got Sweatsicles Google Doc that's a good preparation guide for leveling up. Also, you go back to episode four, where we have Frosty Havoc on as a guest. We talk about all the different things you can do to level up, um, excluding going to the raid. So if that's what you're looking at, just kind of leveling up, without going into the raids at the moment, then those are the two things that we've done for you. Go to your powerful drops. Look at your director, which is where they've moved your pursuits tab. Your pursuits tab has moved your director, ruining all of our muscle memory as we're sitting here looking at our list of clans going, why is this clans? Why aren't these my pursuits? Right. Ruined everyone's muscle memory. You're now in the director. Whoa. So... Moving on to all the notes and updates that Bungie has given out this week, we will start with the patch notes, which are 2.5.0.1. We won't go through all of them because we've mentioned all the different buffs and nerfs that they've done over the last couple of weeks when they've done a um, pre-patch note. 
But just in general, we'll go over the ones that they didn't include in the last couple of weeks. Well, hold on. So, just as a quick side sorry. note, yes, sorry. right? As a quick side note, now that we have them, because before we talked about what nerfs were coming, but now I've experienced the nerfs on both my hunter and my warlock, and oh my god, it is it is by far a nerf because people are like, well, maybe it's not going to be that bad. It is horrible, especially I think the ones that get hit hardest. Was the uh, the gauntlets for the hunter the uh, the shards, shards of Galanor? Thank you, the shards of Galanor. Because one day we'll teach the hunter what he has to put on, and maybe that's why he can't <laughs> find things because he's looking through the wardrobe, going, "I have these somewhere. What are they called?" He oh, he's looking uh, at these arms. arms. Where's the knife? Gordon? No, no, Where I just I just do it easy. I just do gauntlets, and then I look at because I know See? what they look like visually. I'm just I'm bad with names. He's a um, picture book guy. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, those were hit hardest because I took out an entire group. I'm talking 15, 20 enemies with my blades, and it gave me one fifth of my energy. I was like, what? And then I went to find out later after I saw that they capped it at 21%. The most you can get back is 21%. That is insane. And I'm pretty sure that I had the same experience with the Warlock helmet, the, uh, the Skullcarra. Yeah, Ahamkara. See, I had that one going. Um, because I took out, again, a whole group of ads with my Slova Bomb, and I didn't get very much super back at all. Definitely not 80% like, or anything like that. It was it was hardly nothing. And here they go. Bungie's talking about, well, you need to pay more on your allies to, to drop orbs. But here's the problem. I don't really see orbs being dropped at all, right? So you can't use Charge of Galanor effectively anymore. That was dropping a lot of orbs, but now that's been nerfed. So people are using Golden Gun from what I've seen for the most part. A lot of Golden Guns, but you get one or two orbs from there. That's it, right? Um, Titan Slam, one or two orbs. Uh, Nova Bomb, I think I saw four orbs from a drop. Could have been my weapon orb mixed in there. I don't know. There's not a lot of orbs. So they say you got to depend on your allies. Yeah, but my allies aren't dropping orbs, Bungie. <laughs> You know, you keep talking about how you tweak the monsters to deal with uh, guardians because how strong they are. But now what you've done is you've taken away the guardian's strength and you haven't untweaked the monsters. So or not monsters, sorry, the, the enemies, however you want to pronounce it or say it, not pronounce it, whatever words are difficult. Point is, is, you nerfed the hell out of guardians, especially the hunters, and you haven't done anything to change our ads that we have to fight to accommodate for this nerf change so we have to depend on our allies for making orbs when our allies don't make orbs it makes everything so much more difficult than what it already was especially in the raid oh my god could i have used more orbs in the raid for my well that was painful but yeah that, that's all i wanted to say is we did go over the changes last time but now that the changes have been engaged and we can actually see how bad they are they're really really bad with the exception of the uh, son of a biscuit, warlock boots, tether, tag on it, whatever those are. If you're tethering with a warlock, you're doing something wrong. Did I say warlock? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I mean, mac and cheese. I'm very distracted right now. Uh, the hunter tether boots. Um, Ophius so, rigs. Thank you. Those are those are nerfed, but I did notice I can still get my super back. When I when I tether a group of ads, especially when more ads are coming in, 
So that has been tethered. I'm sorry, nerfed. And you can tell that it's been nerfed because you don't get the big chunks back like you used to. But you can still potentially get your super back with one tether with the, uh, not the Lunar Faction, wrong one, Orpheus Orpheus Rings. Yes. So that's not too bad. But all the other exotics, they're just, they they did nerf it in a bad, bad way. Well, I'll quickly read through uh, the patch note update that we've got. So in general, they fixed an issue where magazine size indicators didn't display the proper arrows when changing magazine perks on the Breath of the Dragon and trackless waste SMGs. Or any fusions. Or any fusion rifles. Because if you notice on fusion rifles, bows, whenever the charge time goes down, which is a good thing, it shows it as a red arrow as though it's a bad thing. So, yeah, but they didn't change that. They've only changed it on Breath of the Dragon trackless oh, ways. That's what I'm so saying. That's arrows. also an issue that they need to fix. It's the same issue. This isn't this isn't register issues. This is patch notes update. I'm sitting go here and thinking, get going, on the bungee forums. Go what, on. We know where that is. Off what you go. arrows are you talking about? And it took me a minute to remember. I was like, what arrows? These aren't guns that shoot arrows, right? The arrows that show you if, if a if a perk is better or worse. Never mind. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. So true sights, weakened enemy highlight or glowing will no longer appear to flicker erratically. They fixed that apparently. Light bulbs. Great job. Mm-hmm. So the super generating exotic armor pieces that Respawn has been referring to. So we have Skull of Diamkara, Orpheus Rigs, the Phoenix Protocol, now grants super energy back on diminishing returns, making it rarer to get a full super back. Shards of Galanor, Ursa Furiosa, had their super gains capped, reduced to be in part, uh, reduced to be in partly with other super exotic changes. That's not what that word is. What is it? Par- partially? I honestly can't tell if you're trolling me or if you just can't read today. I can't read Parody? That. Is it parody? <laughs> it's parody. No, that's how you spell P-E-R-O. <laughs> no, that's parody. Parody? Is we, right we there really in the got, notes. Really okay. The if you would read your notes, sure. it's spelled out right in front of you. It's just too bad you can't read. <laughs> I'm honestly God, not sure if he's tr- if he's trolling me or if he just can't read his own notes. I really don't know anymore. I've lost all. I've never never come the across. Problem that is word. the font that I'm he sorry. uses. He needs to change well, the font to like Times New Roman. That way he can actually read his own notes, man. Or Windigs. Maybe I've if you never swap it all that, Windigs, you'd be fine. Uh, I've never read that before. I didn't. I don't know that word. Well, then you should you should use words that you know. I do. I know your parody, but that's parody. No, he's parody. Uh, <laughs> it's pronounced parody. Get it right. That's what all the streamers say. Parody, yeah. I right. love subscribing parody. to people's streams because you see them you and you Carry see on. their brain stop and they're like, "How do I say that word?" Uh, Charles of Galanor and Ursa Furiosa had their super gains <laughs> cap reduced to be in parody with other super exotic changes. Adjusted amount of Spectral Blade super restoration when defeating enemies yes, with Grishin yes, Vest. In PvP, you went from 11... Per, it, used to be, it used to be you could go from 11 to 21% of your super back. Now you can only go from 8 to 16% of your super back. And then, and then in PvE... So, so they use drag, you know. So then they use in PVE for drag kill. So if you kill one drag, it used to give you eleven percent back. Up to five drags would be seventeen percent. I'm sorry, one drag would give you seven percent back. Wait a minute. They, oh, okay, yeah. So yes, they, and five they, would give you twenty-one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So they, so they upped up it. So they upped them and lowered some of these. Okay, so you're actually getting a little more super back 
So if you get one drag kill, you used to get 7% back. They've actually buffed that slightly to give you 11% back after one kill. But then everything else above that, they're going to nerf it from 21% after five kills down down to 17%. So they've kind of leveled it out, haven't they? Yeah, yeah so they've given well, you a slight buff on back. one PvE kill to 11% from 7, but then nerfed it for about 4% from 21% to 17% in PvE. Okay. So again, a little less light back for all of these things. And it seems like the the Ursa Furiosas and like the Orpheus rigs sort of work. I feel like those might be your better orb generators because, you know, the Ursas, the more damage you take, you'll get a little more damage, you know, you'll generate some more orbs to get some of that back. Sort of like the Orpheus rigs where you tether a bunch of enemies, you know, you're get, the more enemies you tether, you'll get more super back versus like the skull of the Phoenix Protocol and the Shard of Galanor, which is just straight damage you're dealing. I don't know. I'm sure someone will, will do a video where they break down the exact number of orbs you can create and everything after the, the updates. They've also made a minor adjustment to the heavy ammo finder perk. And does that mean they broke it? They fixed it? Or did they tweak it just slightly? Right, that's the question everybody wants to know. Because I think a lot of people were saying that it wasn't working properly. Mm-hmm. So I think they fixed that to say... Uh, still working. isn't. It still isn't. No, they say they fixed it. You can't yeah, they say a lot of things. It's, it's hey, down. speaking of fixing things, hey, Parody, remember earlier when you were trying to apply something? Yeah, they, they, the thing where they were like, we that, fixed that the thing. thing. That they fixed? Hmm. It only we haven't got to that part yet. To apply the mod. It was fine. <laughs> it was only four yeah, times to apply the mod. It wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. Right. So they've increased the duration of disorientation and no radar effects by 0.5 seconds for the Gemini Jesters, making the Hunters OP again. And now the big update everyone's waiting for. The Aeon Gauntlets. Yeah, so we have a meta-changing update to the Aeon Gauntlets. The potency of the energy given by the Aeon Arms increases for all classes. And now, if you thought the Titans liked to punch things before, Titans now trigger Aeon Arms off melee kills instead of barricade, and they receive melee energy back. So the visual effects on the Aeon Gauntlets have also been altered for all classes, to distinguish between a player whose energy is full or not. So I'm waiting for our six-man teams go into the menagerie with their Aeon gauntlets on, punching everything to death. Oh, yeah. Hunt, uh, <laughs> Titans should definitely use this exotic and not Peregrine Greaves. Absolutely. It's it's yeah. the new, it, it's the new meta. Throw your Syntheseps away, take your Worm God Caress, pet it lightly, shed it in the corner. That's right. You're going to need the Aeon gauntlets. That's the new meta for everything. Right. Six if Titans you were, If you were unlucky to enough to already have the Peregrine Greaves, just, just dismantle them. Just yeah, to dismantle them. Infuse them into your Aeon safes. It's mm-hmm, right? <laughs> infuse them into the safes. Put them in the Aeon safe. It's a way better option for you. <laughs> and now we have some ability fixes. Too bad one's a foot and the other's a glove, but, you know. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> Get a good blacksmith. You'll be all set. For real. Fixed an issue where six-shooter refunds a bullet when destroying Titan barricades. Well, that sucks. Fixed an issue where Entropic Pull Melee and Devour Melee were applying a physics impulse that pushed enemies away. Wait, they weren't supposed to do that? That doesn't seem like a bug, but okay, sure. I mean, I thought it was supposed to do that. I just accepted it, and I was like, okay with it. Yeah, they could have been like, nope, working is intended, and we never would have known. Exactly, yeah. Fixed an issue where chaos reach with geomag stabilizers could sometimes lead to weapons disappearing. And Been can we there. give a shout out for the beautiful new geomag stabilizer ornament? For that real, has? dude. They what? made your okay. cakes look real nice. They did. So on my on my warlock, I had the Bergusia uh, forge shader that you can only get from the curated weapons. I'm sorry. 
let's start over. I had the shader that you can only get from the curated weapons inside the raid. Thank you. As my entire setup, because it looked beautiful. I love the purple-blue mixture. But I got the uh, the ornament for the Geomag stabilizers, and it was so beautiful that I actually changed back to the clan colors just because of that ornament right there. It is absolutely gorgeous in Sunrise Warrior. <laughs> you should absolutely put Sunrise Warrior on your entire armor set if you have the Geomag stabilizers and that ornament just because Sunrise Warrior it's such a beautiful color on that armor set. It really looks good. I have mine on the Sunrise Warrior as well. And those are the called the Electromag Stabilizers is the ornament that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Tess is selling it. It must be for Bright Dust because I don't believe in spending silver. So it's available this week from the Bright Dust store with Tess Land. Put them on your Geomags. They will look really pretty. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay. Uh, fix an issue where players could gain full grenade energy when canceling out of a Nova Warp Super. Okay. I kind of like that. grenade energy. It's been delivered. No, it's been nerfed. It's it's gone. It's not happening anymore, if I'm reading that right. I, I just heard a delivery come through, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Someone just texted you some energy. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. That wasn't me. That was him. Um, fixed an issue where a combination blows melee damage buff was buffing the arc staff super in PvP environments. I, but what? Why? Why? Let me have as much damage as I can get on my arc staff. You <clears throat> note this was addressed for PVE in a previous update. Moving between overlapping wells of radiance no longer lead to removing the buff earlier than expected. That's actually really helpful because inside of the scourge of the past raid, you have three warlocks with three wells, and you constantly have to jump from C, A, or P. You know, you got to swap around. So literally the entire team is swapping wells every five to ten seconds. So I'm glad that that's fixed because that was that was rough. Parody, uh, mm -hmm. would you like to tell us what the new clan XP is for season seven? No. Damn it. <laughs> Could, are, uh, you, are you playing? Can you have a look? Because I forgot to put it in there. What do you mean what it is? Well, you know, you last time you broke it down what you get for rank oh, one, two, gotcha, three, four, gotcha. five ah, for each okay. part of the clan rank ups. Um, I can show. Sure also, if you haven't looked at your look sta staves, staves, mm -hmm. staves. Oh, he remembers Whatever. this from last time now. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, to be fair, we, we had this discussion, what, like a couple days ago with yeah. uh, Respawn and Panel about the staves, looking at your mm -hmm. staves. Making sure they are beautiful. But I said it right then, too. So don't take this away from me. I you said did. it right no, at that time, too. Absolutely, you did. I will give you full credit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're beautiful, especially the last two. Uh, the, the one that they have right now and the one previous to Season 7, oh, my God, they are really good-looking staves. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good looking. Um, so, Clan XP has been reset for season seven. A uh, new weekly bonus bounty has been added for season seven. And this bounty is available at the max rank for the clan. And Parody is going to tell us um, what the clan ranks are this season. It sure is. As soon as his Xbox fires up and he can uh, look it up because eventually. Know you know what? The, uh, Hold on. Actually, does Bright Tech have it? I don't know if it's. I think I'm actually still logged now. into the game. Let me oh, see. Oh, good. There you go. Yeah. I was yes, like, I am. Haha. -ha. Like, yes, okay. you didn't have XP. We have zero right now. But 
I'm still <laughs> logged in. Okay, so so respawn will tell us what the rewards are going to be. Ta-da! It's me again, guys. I bet you missed me. Probably didn't. I'm sad. I'm lonely. Please love me. Anyway, so rank one is public service. Increase public event rewards. Rank two after your clan reaches rank level three. Cool. Completing a weekly Hawthorne bounty awards mod components. Uh, rank three after your clan reaches rank four. Completing a clan vendor challenge awards enhancement course. That I like. Uh, level four, which you get for clan rank level five, is increase the drop rate of crucible and strike catalysts when playing with clan mates. That's also really cool. And level five, when reaching clan level six, unlocks an additional weekly bounty for Hawthorne. And the staves, which I was referring to, are the notorious staff and the forged staff. They're really, really good looking ones. And this last one for the season of the Drifter. Oh, yeah. That's that good, good stuff. Especially if you're, you know, not a snitch. <laughs> Who shall remain nameless. So they've also improved the luxurious toast emote and now allow you to sit for as long as you desire. That's the only thing they've updated with the emotes, but it's something everybody was asking for. Yeah, and that's the big one where you can get the big callous chair to sit in and enjoy Hold on, hold on. We're missing, stars, we're missing the elephant in the room. As long as we're on the subject of emotes, we have to talk to you about the best emote that Bungie has ever, ever come up with. And to tell us about it is parody. Uh, it's, it's clearly not. the. Before today, I would have said it's the Otter Dance. But it is not the Otter Dance. The Otter Dance, my friends, it has been usurped. There is a new emote in town. And again, Tess is selling it right now for Bright Dust. So break down some ships. Break down some shaders. Go find yourself the Quick Hug. The oh, Quick yeah. Hug is the new emote that everyone needs. Gotta also, have we have to have a talk. There's, there's a certain player. I won't call him out on the podcast. Call him out. I, I ran some strikes with Do this it. man earlier. I ran some strikes with him, and I remember his name because I saw him later on in Crucible. He denied hugging me after two different <gasps> strikes. He did. And then and we, we got, to a, stale him we got the to a stalemate in the Crucible where he was behind a tall wall. I was behind a short wall. I offered him a hug, and he denied my hug then, too. Mm -hmm. So this man, <laughs> he will not hug me, which is very sad. I'm not going to mention how not only did we win that Gambit match, but we troused him in a most heinous way for yeah, being it, it, so rude. It, it wasn't even close. I mean, I just wanted a hug. He would not give me a hug. It made me very sad. But yeah, the quick hug emote, it's possibly the best thing Destiny has ever done. The right. mirror emote she has, eh, it's fine. It's fun. But the quick hug is amazing, which reminds me as I had to look up the name of the quick hug because I knew it was hug and didn't know what word they put in front of it. The shaders have all changed, which I'm sure 19 will yell at me because it's in the notes later on. All of our shaders have been left out in the rain. I'm not sure who left these shaders out. I'm not sure Some how they got rusty. rusted. <laughs> but they all look a little rusty now. I know I know Bungie have said, you know, we've actually rendered these shaders out using the actual in-game 3D engine mm -hmm. instead of whatever, you know, Photoshop swatch they were using before. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, it made look leather rusty. look like steel is it's irrelevant. Yeah, they, they all look <laughs> a little bit rusty. I, I was looking for my, you know, Dawn and Dust shaders, which I know I call Dusk and Dawn because that's what it is in my brain. It will be forever. Right. Thank you. And I was like, all my pink shaders now look the same. They all look a little rusty. So they do. I, I don't know if they look a little more like what they should or less like what they should, but I don't know. It's a change. 
The Eververse storefront has been updated. And it's beautiful. Information, please see this week at Bungie for the 23rd of May. Or just go look at Eververse. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and seriously, like, like I had to laugh. No, no, you, they want you to go and be that before you even log into the game. So you have to do that. That's what they said to do. Oh, yeah. Right. Clearly, and, I didn't do that. Told. <laughs> Paul Tassi's uh, story about the Eververse store, it's like, Eververse gets its, you know, one billionth major redesign in Destiny 2 or something like that. I was like, yeah, that might hit on the head. Oh, hold on. Since we're on the subject of Eververse, I have to point this out because I pointed it out to Parity earlier. Is um the new exotic ships, I just took a look at them today. And normally I'm really good about, you know, anytime, you know, there's a new season, I look at all the exotic ships and sparrows and everything immediately. But I didn't. And I only looked at them today. And for once, I can say that Bungie does not appear to have just given us a bunch of reskins for these exotic ships. Some of them are really, really good. Some of them are really, really, really bad. <laughs> wow. And the same thing goes with the sparrows. Some of the sparrows are really, really nice, especially the if you look at the last exotic sparrow, the one that looks like a shark. Oh, it's magnifique. It's so good. But yeah, definitely check those out, guys. Uh Especially the the exotic ships. I know a lot of people don't really care about how they look, but these are not reskins, at least not all of them. Most of them, I would say, are brand new models, and they are different. <laughs> they did take that one rocket launcher and turn it into a sparrow, though, so you can ride. You the keep saying that, but now. that shark sparrow has has two previous iterations. Like on my hunter, I have both of the previous different shark sparrows on her right now, and as soon as this shark sparrow comes out, I'm gonna get it. Even if I have to spend $2,000 on silver just for a chance to get it. <laughs> Eververse has also updated Cade's exotic stash items for Bright Dust inventory for weeks one to four. So those are the ones that you could get for pre-order bonuses, I believe it was. Is that right, guys? The exotic stash items, yes. Yeah, they have. When pre-ordered Forsaken. You Cade's dead. Yeah, we don't exotic think about him anymore. Exotic stash stuff. Yeah, so it's that's not true. We have to think about Cade because the brand new heroic adventure has got Cade in it, talking about the season of opulence. Yes, it is a thing. No, he did not come back to life. Hold your tears back. I did as well, but no, it's it's a recording that happened in the past. Whenever they first learned about Callus, uh, and then they started talking about opulence, which at the time Cade thought was a food or a beverage, and wanted to have one as a snack. Um, but yeah, so, you know, there's that too. I don't know how many people have done it this week on Nessus, Heroic Adventure. Kate is back with new lines. And, uh, no, he's not. It's the same lines. No, it's not. Dude, I'm telling you. No, it's we, the same. It's not. It because is. because he's, he's talking about opulence. What do you mean it's the same lines? When the hell did he talk about opulence before? He did that whole, whole section when we first played through the game because it was leading up for Callus and the raid back two years ago. Not Opulence, wasn't? Yeah. All that know. stuff about Opulence. So. Yep, it was all included. It's not new so. lines. It's not new dialogue. It's new lines. It's not. Don't listen to Demon. He's trying it's to not. steer you wrong. He does not love you. He does not like you. He does not know you. We no. love you. And by we, I mean me and the two or three voices in my head that don't actually exist. So don't at me. Um, but yes, they are they are very much new. Shut up, Nintendo. Man. Night Demon. <laughs> Damn it. So the Pursuit inventory has been moved to the director menu. 
Yes, it has. Mana yeah. hold up to 63 pursuits 63 at any pursuits. given time. All the time. Yep. All the time. Catalysts are now tracked on the Triumph page. Definitely so you Triumph. Can go into there and see what catalysts you need. What, what you have, what you need, and the progress of them. Yeah, it's great stuff. Thank you, Bungie. Thank you. I really, actually, really appreciate that. This. Is good. I, I'm, I know I'm, I'm, I'm messing with Demon, but <laughs> that is actually a good change. I do, I do enjoy that. They have updated the Taken and Fallout armor mods to follow the same naming conventions. All shader items have had their icons updated, as Parody said. All rusted now. No, that's it. They've been left out in the rain. We can't take care of our toys, and so now they've all gone rusted. Well, it's not the fact that we just left them out in the rain or somebody left them out in the rain. They didn't pre-treat them, man. You got to pre-treat these things, man. Because what if what if you just walk into the store, right? And you get caught in the rain. Guess what? Your clothes are still jacked up. You got to pre-treat these things, man. Come on. Apparently, they fixed an issue where actions for applying shaders, ornaments, holograms, or other user consumables were getting cancelled or not applying them in the first attempt. Mm. We're not going to listen to what Parody says because they are working because Bungie say they're working. They are definitely not. Wrong. They're not going to no. that. And the same thing goes with the chalice. I had to put the damn thing in the chalice about three or four times before it finally took. And and I had to do the same thing with the Rat King Catalyst I just got before we started the stream. I had to hold that thing three or four times before it would actually apply to the, to the Rat King. No, so you're yeah. pushing something not and cancelling it at the same time. Oh so my god, I'm holding down the X button. Bungie say you're not doing it right, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. Listen, I don't trust Bungie right. as far as you can throw them, okay? That's not a thing. No, they, they, they've changed. They're not with Activision anymore. It's all change. Yeah, so now we can blame them without blaming Activision. <laughs> yeah, it's still them. <laughs> so several of your favorite vendors have moved or gone on to do other things. Benedict ninety nine forty is now relocated to the annex in the tower. You don't oh, know where that is. Way. That is down by where the drifter and um, Ada's yeah. hiding. Ada. It, it, just where you kind of Sa zone same it. side Ada's on, a little further down in his own little. Yeah, basically He'll be on the map. The you find him. Walk forward, list a little left, and you're right there. He's hiding in a little corner. And he's he didn't show up now. on my map. Somebody had to tell me where he was because I wouldn't get in the blue icon until I was almost right on. It's like, are you serious? Oh. Yeah. Anyway, Gunsmith now offers yeah, this? three daily and two <laughs> weekly weapon focused bounties, rewarding enhancement cores, mod components, and mods. Woo! Okay, I hate with a passion enhancement cores, right? But no, at you least love them. You love them and you want to. That's because you don't I have enough. Know. Actually, <laughs> today I cleared out my vault. Thank you very much, Nintendo man. I got like sixty cores. Had sixty course shut up um <clears throat> easy come easy go right and it, it did go pretty easy too uh but yeah no i mean i i hate the fact that we have enhancement cores as a part of the infusion and leveling up process but the fact that now the gunsmith does it now gives me five relatively free opportunities to get five free cores every day without doing much meaning two from the spider because i buy 30 30 uh Legendary showers worth of cores, so that's two, and then the gunsmiths three, and weekly you can get two. So every day you can get potentially five cores for only the price of thirty legendary shards. Ta -da. Look at that math. He's done well. Boy's done well. I, I need to know this math because I'm always enhancement core deficient. Always. <laughs> now apparently, we don't know this a hundred percent yet, but Zer is offering random rolls of exotic armor. We do After know. refusing to do so in Destiny 2 Update 2.2.1. 2. We do know, do we? I know it's yeah. Friday now. 
Yep. But dude, I, I like looked at them earlier. Definite. Zer is on the barge. They're definitely, definitely different roles. Yeah. Look, even <laughs> the different pieces of armor have different roles now. Good. So it's, yeah. Drifter and Vanguard. Weekly reward packages from the Allegiance Quest have been retired with the conclusion of Season of the Drifter. But Ooh. if you are still doing the quest, you will still be rewarded with the quest rewards. So do so it on that third character you haven't bothered to do it on. No, basically. so what you're saying is, is, is you pledge to the Drifter with your Titan and finish that. You picked up the quest on your Warlock. He now gets called a snitch, but you haven't bothered to actually do it. Just discard the quest. It's fine. You don't need those couple of tokens. There's better ways to get tokens. <laughs> Snitch. Okay. Um. While we're on this topic of, uh, there's a dirty word in this next one. No, no. He was talking about uh, all the things being reset for all the. Well, no. I, I'm talking about. The, I'm talking about under our next general category. There's, there's a dirty word that's no longer in our in our world Ooh, anymore. We have done away with it. Fair enough. Fair enough. We have yes. done away we with this, this terrible thing from you know us, mm -hmm. us poor PC and Xbox players. Mm -hmm. Hey, just just a quick call out though, right? For all those that are working on the new uh, sniper for uh, Crucible, um, which is everyone a, in Crucible right now. As a personal preference, person. if you're not that great at sniping, I'm talking about me, and I know there's at least one other person out there that's not fantastic at sniping. Alone as a god is going to be a phenomenal sniper rifle for you to get. It's from the last wish raid. It's year one and it's perks. It has a snapshot sights, which are really good. Last wish. Are you sure it's last wish? No, no, it's not. Last ding, 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 ding. He's good got call. it right. The first go. raid, the first raid. Okay. What's it called? I don't know. Leviathan, the Leviathan. That's right. The there, you ship. Go. there you go. Um, but it has snapshot sights. It has triple tap, and it has small bore, um, among other things. But those are the three most important perks. But more importantly, it's got a hidden stat of a. Uh, I'll tell you in just a moment as I look it up because light GG is fading out on me. It's got an aim assist of seventy nine. That is bonkers on a sniper rifle so it's uh you sight in really fast to get it on a target and then you have massive massive aim assist and it's precision frame uh not precision it's um high impact no it's fire off rounds quickly is that precision you're looking at the thing on like gg read the page no Those it doesn't words. say it here it shows me weapon perks weapon mm -hmm. mods it, uh, it shows me primary stats sad. it doesn't show what it is i'm looking here Freak. Point Looks is, like a, you can fire off a lot of rounds really quickly. It's got a magazine of five, high aim assist, and snapshot sight. So, alone as a god, year one raid. Uh, great sniper if you have it. Use that for leveling up your crucible, and I think you'll be fine. And this is tried and true from a guy who's not very good at sniping. So, if I like it, then especially those higher skill level snipers, higher skill level snipers will do even better with it. So, yeah, there you go. Rapid fire. It's rapid fire frame. Doi. <laughs> Takes forever. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so the, the, the bad word is here. You can't say the that. Bad word. Yeah, the bad word. We, I can't say we, the bad word. No, we so can't say the bad word. Exclusive. No. Beep beep. <laughs> right? Something so that the, Sony had that we didn't have on. Gosh damn it. 
uh, was a red moon it's phantom ri- suit. Ripping off the huh? God, man. It should no longer appear in the collections for Xbox and PC. Which is ironic, because if we're getting rid of the thing, the exclusivity, shouldn't we then start to see it at some point? You said the word! Don't say the word. No, exclusive isn't the bad word. Sony is that you just said, like ripping off a Band-Aid. No, Sony's not bad. Sony's very bad. Sony's not bad. Sony's bad. bad. Sony started playing nice with the other children. Only because they had to. Finally, Sony were going to get left behind. Sony Sony was out there with the shaders in the rain, and after the snow melted, we were like, "Oh, here's some rusted shaders and Sony out there." Yes, Yes. I know all you PS4 players will be like, "We're PS4 has a billion jillion people on it." Yeah, Sony does not want to play nice with the other children. Come play nice with the other children, Sony. It'll be fine. We won't hurt you that bad. But anyway, the the point is, is if they didn't do it, they'd get left behind because Xbox and PC and Nintendo are all talking. Cross-platform play and save, and right? Google so Stadia it, and Google Stadia. So if Sony didn't get on board, they'd be left out. Yeah. And I know Sony likes to think that we're better switch. than you, and we can still make the money anyway. Eh, this might have shot them in the foot had they not done it. So you yeah. know, get on board, Sony. Board. It's good to know that you have, you know, in the eleventh hour. If Jason Schreier to be believed, it's like you know the day before the announcement they're having a last-minute meeting with Sony. Come on, we're either going to announce that all the cool kids can come to play. Without you, or you can be one of the cool kids. So come on, here's a jacket. Come be one of the cool kids. It'll, it'll be fine. Come on, come Don't on. Give Sony okay. a jacket. They get a parka at best. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, so they fixed an issue where weapon engrams were incorrectly appearing as masterwork items in the loot stream if a player has inventory was full when walking over them. Now this happened quite a few times when I was playing the Forge. Same. You'd walk over a weapon that you can pick it up, and it said it was masterworked. Go to the postmaster. You think. Well, I thought I had a masterwork version Where? and it nice. wasn't there. So hopefully they fix that. Fix an issue where the Arbalist could not be acquired by players who don't own the annual pass. And so there you go. You Arbalesk for the for the raid. Boom. Right there. Go get it. Sick it. <laughs> Activities. <laughs> so they further address guitar errors that could affect the last wish raid. Crucible. Players can no longer win crucible matches by getting kills after the time has expired. They Valid. fixed an issue where players could hear the audio for a 20 kill streak, but not receive the medal if the 20th kill happened after the match end. Valid. And the triumph, we ran out of medals, 20 kill streak, will be rewarded if the final kill happens before the end of the match timer. Valid. Patrol. Just the first one is a lie. After activating the totem, <clears throat> killing the weekly wanted target will now correctly complete the activity and bounty. Heroic Adventures fixed an issue where players would sometimes load into a different heroic adventure on Mars than what was being displayed on the totem. That's funny. I didn't even know that. That's cool. <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> I just I just did the heroic. I got the credit. I moved on. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. I don't right. know what they're called. I don't know what I'm meant to do. I run over here and shoot the lads. Yeah. This is a good glass. part. I like this. I'll just... <laughs> yes. The glass modifier has been removed from strikes. Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> Love it. Finally. The weekly heroic strike challenge has been updated. So they've changed the matching the weekly elemental singe on the strike. You don't have to match another player in the strike. You just have to match the burn that's on the strike for that week. So that's a good change. Expedite your progress. Tower. Fixed issues with two ghost scannables in the tower. The one about the speaker's quarters was moved to outside his door along the walkway. 
and the one about Banshee 44 and his old location was moved to a place on the ground in the corner. Super helpful and descriptive. Niobe Labs and Bagusia Forge. They fixed an issue where players on PC were experiencing crashes traversing Niobe Labs and Bagusia Forge spaces. Commando and Zero Hour. This is the sad part. They it fixed a bug. Apparently there was a bug. Apparently? Did you say apparently? Which is the only reason some of us have the gun. Where players could freeze the activity timer in zero hour mission. Okay. <sighs> Look, don't let him fool you. All three of us got it by doing the cheese. All three of no, us got didn't. the catalyst no. by doing the cheese. Yes. Lies. Bungie um, lies. Wait, 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 you wait. did. Lies. No, yeah, you're, you're, you're totally, you're not entirely lying. I got the gun. I have not gotten the catalyst. I haven't oh, run okay. that thing more than once. Enough. Come on now. But after I got the catalyst with the cheese, I did it once without the cheese, <laughs> and it is ridiculously hard. With a more proficient group, I, I presume. Uh, yeah. Frozen <laughs> Clan? Nope. Nope. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, no. Frozen Clan relies on bugs like this. We rely <laughs> like a lot of people do on now. bugs. Right. But no, it's, it's very hard. So now... Now, if you have the catalyst, well, if you have the catalyst, you probably got it with the cheese. But assuming those people that didn't have the catalyst beforehand, now that the bug has been fixed, they should put out another emblem that's that just has like a like a like a, a slice of cheese, and, and basically it means I didn't cheese to get it, right? I'm in. <laughs> right, because now you have to get it the hard way, and it is hard. Some people are like, oh no, it's easy. It's this and that and the other. Great if you think it's easy. Good on you. Come help carry us to finish our catalyst. How about that? <laughs> Reach out to us. Because um, I think it was hard. It was very hard. But yeah, so. And the last thing on the list is the fallen mines are no longer impervious to being destroyed whilst on the ground. And that was the <clears throat> patch note updates. So along with all the other buffs and nerfs that we covered in the last couple of weeks, that's that. And now we move into this week at Bungie. And guess what? There's no issues. Oh, no. Just when you thought everything was fixed, Computers something's got unfixed. Mm -hmm. So, issues with note issues this week. We have Crown of Sorrow joining in progress. Those who join in progress during the Crown of Sorrow raid's first encounter will spawn in dead outside the encounter. And to mitigate this issue, all five team members must join up in orbit prior to launching the Crown of Sorrow raid activity. The pools in the Crown of Sorrow raid. Players who step outside of the Witch's Blessing pool right as it's captured can block certain encounters from starting. It is recommended to stay inside the pools until it's 100% captured. Also, no glass and no running on the decks. The lifeguards will yell at you. <laughs> and have. The and the lifeguards have big booming guns. Don't Can I say merengue them. again? I want to say merengue. The no. menagerie gauntlet respawns. Merengue. We are investigating the issue where players who die during the gauntlet encounter in the merengue. Menagerie. menagerie. <laughs> I like to say merengue. But it's not even close. There's not even, there's not even an R in the beginning. You're adding letters that don't like, belong. I'm going to call it the merengue. Go for in it. the menagerie, you may block from respawning until the encounter is complete. I don't think I've done that part yet. The, the gauntlet. Um, I played that one for the first. Yeah, for the first time today. It's you know very similar to the Leviathan's gauntlet, but it's a little bit easier. 
okay. There's one, there's one big circle to run through as opposed to each person having their own little circle lit or not just to get through this. Hold on, Parody, how many times have you run through the gauntlet in one sitting? In the raid? No, in the menagerie. Oh, uh, exactly <laughs> one time. Okay, so um, an I've addendum to what he just times. said, the first time is easy. The second time, there are torches of fire everywhere that you have to yeah. avoid. Yeah, see, <laughs> I, I got shoved off a platform, I think, before that second time. I made it through the first time with that issue, yeah. and then there was death, and there was bad times after that. Yeah, every time you have to go in through there, there's more obstacles, because Menagerie punishes you for inefficiency. About 10 hours, because we go off on tangents. No, it's not Stick. a tangent. People need to know this, because I don't see this no. covered anywhere. In the Menagerie, you get okay. punished for inefficiency. So... And if you're taking too long to, to do an encounter, more and more bosses will show up. And like I said, um, if you go through the gauntlet, the first time you go through it, it's easy. Like you said, if you are there long enough to have to go through it a second time, well, now there's little flame torches everywhere that will kill you even if you touch them. It's like set you on fire and you die. This fire is bad. Yeah. <laughs> and so in the menagerie, they punish heavily um, inefficiency. So get good or die. <laughs> or just run through like I have. I've run it. I've run it through three times now. Both both the second and third times, we're we're taking folks who had never done it. And it's like okay, in this room, we're generally going to do this. Okay, in this room, just stand here and shoot things, and other people mm-hmm. will do the mechanic. None of the mechanics are that hard. The menagerie. No. Anyway, we'll, we'll do a menagerie chat later, but we might as well move through these these lovely notes first. Indeed. Yes, we're already almost Elite done, man. Quest. We're on the last page, so allegiance quest. We're investigating an issue where players cannot progress past Spider's Black Market in... Yeah, that was right. Cannot progress past Spider's Black Market in the Allegiance quest. Ikora or Drifter beacons. We're investigating an issue where Ikora or the Drifter may be beckoning players into the Tower Director map, depending on whose player chose its direction for the Allegiance quest. Machine Gun Reserve Perks. They're investigating an issue of the Machine Gun Reserve Perk is no longer available in some armor. The Sturm Accomplice Perk. They're investigating an issue where the Accomplice Perk is not reloading energy weapons other than Drang or Drang Baroque. And PC Chat, Invite and Join commands are being investigated as they're no longer working on players' play, friend, on players' friends list. If the player isn't They're on a player's also, friends list, so you shouldn't be chatting to your non-friends. They don't want to hear from yeah, you. They don't want your exactly. Grief. They're also investigating an issue where PC players cannot purchase silver through D- through Destiny Two. PC players may still purchase silver through the BattleNet app or website, and they must relaunch Destiny Two for the silver to show up. Uh, Eververse, exotic ghosts and projections. They're aware of an issue where ghost projections can't be previewed on Season 7 Eververse Exotic Ghosts. And for any other known issues that are discovered, or if you've got to report known issues, then there are threads on the forum pages, and we'll link that in the show notes. There we go. That's all those bits. Oh, actually, no, we should say well done to Carolina Gamers 99, their world's first raid. And I think... uh... Uh, constant constant refer of the pod uh, esoteric was as part of that group as well so looking at that name's going hey there's a name i recognize mm-hmm. and I, I and i'm going to give a it was it was devastating cuz i was watching the dcp live feed which i appreciate their you know sort of bringing up who was getting close cuz it's iron was right there and there were some other folks that were right there you know that weren't partnered that were just you know smaller streamers and granted i think he was part of like you know one of the redeem clan teams 
but Dabo thinking they had won worlds first and then seeing that joy and then that crushing, oh, by the way, you were second by like a minute was just devastating to watch, you know, the stream was live. And even he fired seeing, everyone on his fire team after that. Right. <laughs> even even just seeing like like the teams one and two, they were they were separated by like a minute and a half or something. Then like the the two other teams, I think they finished like, you know, 20 minutes or so after that. But even then, I think they were in it was like a minute from each other because Bungie put up like the official like how, you know, how long after the raid launch did you finish? And they were it's like you know, one and two were neck and neck and three and four were like neck and neck. It's just funny people getting through it right at the same time at the end and then everybody else that followed. But that was fun. I I didn't, you know, I didn't participate in the raid race. Night Demon was, you know, r- rendering children unconscious or something. Whatever well, he does, I in wouldn't his say off that hours. you didn't participate. You were yelling at me on the stream. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was yelling at Twitch. Stream. I would have liked to have participated, and then I was watching. But it was so. an awkward hour at midnight to participate in a weekday. Anything with you is awkward. All right. So yeah, good fun, good fun. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, and, well and, done. And, and now we come to the first. to the small right. little item on the show notes about a report from the Vidoc because because nothing happened. I mean, Bungie Bungie had a big Vidoc. Nothing happened. There's nothing, no information in that stream at all. Nothing, nothing to look forward to. Um, so yeah, we can just move on from there. Mm. Well, there's nothing really else except for the news and information, which we've already discussed in previous things. I don't see no. anything in there that we haven't discussed. So, Parody, don't be silly. <laughs> so the Bungie, you know, Bungie promised us the future of Destiny and what we're going to see, and uh, oh boy, boy, did they, did they, did they deliver on that promise? We sent Parody along with a notepad and a pen, and he sat in the Bungie Studios and he took notes. He sat in the Bungie Studios. Nice. Bungie's like, where was he at? I didn't see him. Yeah. <laughs> I snuck in. I'm very sneaky. I snuck in right behind Dano. He's, he's actually much taller than he looks in real Who's life. Who's this guy sitting in the corner just taking notes? No, not even that. You know how, you know how like in the old scary movies, they had the, <laughs> the old wooden closets with the wooden slats that the creepy guy would hide in and peek out? <laughs> right in the middle of Bungie Dev Studios. There's just two doors. You didn't know so awkwardly placed. You were showing the big, behind the big room full of computers. You didn't <laughs> right. see those two wooden, you know, the, like the outhouse style wooden doors in the corner. That's what I was hiding behind. I don't know why they were there, but they were. It's, very it's not a room. It's not a closet. It's literally <laughs> just the two doors. If you walk to the side, you can see him clearly. If you walk behind, you can see him. It's just the two doors so that he can peek creepily through them as he's taking notes as they're talking. Exactly. So I can loom. It's all important to loom over people. <laughs> all right. So yeah. So. Yeah, this, uh, this is like you know hour sixteen of our of our Bungie podcast Destiny Two podcast extravaganza. <clears throat> so wow. Bungie had a live stream, and they they hit us with some information. So the thing that you should go do right now, September seventeenth is the release date for the new content. It'll be out at one p.m. Pacific time. Figure it out in your own time zones. It's going to be thirty five dollars for those of us here who use the U.S. dollar. Going to be thirty dollars for those in Nineteen Land that use some sort of lira or I don't know, fancy buck or something. I don't know. And our it was poor 50 Australian friends. The, um, deluxe edition. Yeah, but right. 50 pounds of yeah. what? Are we talking right. like 50 right. pounds of rice? 50 pounds of... Right. I'm, you know, I'm just... Yeah. And this, this, is just this is just for the game. This is Great British pounds, my dear friend. Like, myrrh? Is it myrrh? Do you trade in myrrh? I mean, 50 pounds of what, dude? 50 pounds of flesh? <sighs> it's probably yes. myrrh. Yes. Yeah, we deal in flesh. flesh over here. <laughs> bring bring three or four small children True should, on more than one level that should bring them to you so yeah so so shadow keep we now have your president we are holding him to ransom go ahead keep him he, he's, <laughs> worth, he's worth billions he can pay it himself problem solved anyway yeah fair enough 
<laughs> All right. So Shadow Keeps dropping September 17th, 2019 at 1 p.m. In Bungie Standard Time, it'll be different in your own time zone. For those of you in Australia, it'll probably be the 18th. In the U.S., it'll be $35. In the U.K., it'll be $30. In poor Australia, $54.95. Just for the base edition. This is for the oh game. God. This isn't for the exclusive. This is Why just for the game itself. Why do you keep including the country that doesn't exist? We have this discussion every week. It's not a thing, okay? Uh, Australia is not exist. a thing. No, they're so, not. Look, I saw the Flat Earth video. Australia doesn't exist. Music. It can't exist. It's basically impossible. He fighted out with me Playing what? The music. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Stop dinging. Send him down. No. Okay. Sorry. One more thing before I get on with this. I have played what respawn like I don't know eight or nine, ten rounds of of gambit with you in the last we couple days. A whole day. Yeah. When I'm playing alone, I, I, I he'll 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 do the thing and flip the coin. That's it. Every time I'm in a group with a respawn. He does the ding, ding, ding intro like every single time. I never see when I'm alone. Just when respawns there, so and he knows. It's, it's ridiculous, man. The drifter, the drifter is truly good. He's like, shut I up, rarely shut ever up, shut up without anybody. When it's just me, again, same thing. I heard Levis here. When I'm here with one of these two idiots, the drifter knows, the, man. The drifter, and I thought drifter, we were buddies, man. I took his side. I'm a dredgen. Uh, Not only I'm, did I take his side whenever we had to pick a side, my title is a dredgen. I am, I am all about the drifter, and he's gonna do this to me. He really? is, and, and he does with great glee. He trolls uh, you every time. Every single time, man. So, Parody, I've got, I've got a bit of a question for you. As we've got new listeners all across the world, I think you need to go a bit more in depth with this. We need time zones. We no. need money no. calculations. No. Every single no. person that downloads no. the podcast. Make no. it, you know, universal. No. I think no. we no. Give, no. Give, no. Me, no. give me a list of every single Not person who downloads the podcast. I will. And I'll do it for you. I will. I'm going to go through on the air. You know for a fact he can do that. You're going to have an email tonight with like 4,000 names on it. You see. No, I'm not going to put names on it. I'm just going to put countries and then what. Sorry. Go through the clan list. Anybody who's in the clan from that country, we will cover. And not just country. If you're going to do that, you got to do it by time zones within the states too. And time zones within each individual country should a country have multiple time zones. Right? You got to do that, man. We've got a listener in Peru. This is going to be good. Mm-hmm. It's basically the same same time zone we're in. And not only Close that, but the further the further west you go in America, you, you're thinking that you're cutting time zones, which is not entirely true until you hit Arizona. Arizona didn't do time zones. So you got to do Arizona separate from everybody else. You got to call them out specifically. So those of you who haven't listened to the first three hours of the podcast, here's where you should start paying attention because here's the future. <laughs> the future of Bungie, the future of Destiny 2 starts now. Well, September 17th, but, you know, more or less now. June 7th, September 17th, very similar. So here's the highlight reel. If you're sitting here going, okay, there there was a 90-minute stream. I don't want to watch it. I don't care. What do I need to know? Your highlight reel of what they told us. First thing. Hand cannon snipers. No more exclusive content. Done. No more PlayStation exclusivity. No more strikes. No more weapons. No more armor. No more nonsense moon pieces that hunters get to wear. No mm-hmm. more exclusive content. It's over. It's done. Okay. Okay. Also, for you PC players, let me get through this highlight reel first. Come for on, you PC man. players, Destiny 2, I know you've been enjoying Battle.net. No longer. Destiny 2 is coming to Steam on the PC with this Shadowkeep release in September. There will be a way to migrate all of your current content from Battle.net to Steam. And Bungie's page is basically like, it's coming. We'll tell you how later. 
there will be some way to transfer all of that. I assume it will be fairly painless. Destiny 2 is also coming to Google Stadia. It's going to be a launch title. In November 2019 is when the St- Google Stadia launches, which is their basically cloud streaming platform. D2 is a launch title. D2 is all over that. And also, last but not least, Cross Save is coming to Destiny 2. Cross Save, and I'm going to go call out, because everyone's like, oh yeah, Cross Save. I'm going to go give some props to uh, Snowy Cosmo on Twitter, who is like, um, okay, I'm a bit dumb. What does cross save mean exactly? And the Bungie account responded, you can access your same guardian, their gear, and all purchases across all platforms you play on. So, and and someone else had another, uh, Dark Horse for Life had another question. Or I'm sorry, Dark Horse responded to another question, you know, with a little more detail saying, you know, more detailed, detailed information is coming, but there's basically no merge. You're going to choose one account on, on your platform of choice as sort of your your main account. So it says, for example, I choose to make my current Xbox One account my cross-save account on Battle.net. Now when I log into Steam, PS4, Stadia, etc., I see those characters. So you'll sort of say, here's the account I've been playing on. This is sort of my main account. It will cross-save to everything else. And then as you play on those characters on any of those platforms, you know, your con- your your progress will get saved back, your gear, all that stuff will get saved back to your one account. So what they haven't said was, do I need to buy the game? On all those platforms, you raise a good question. And I was just about to say the same thing, right? Yeah, because cross save is one thing, but you know, cross buy is a different thing. If I have you had a look at the picture I sent you in the podcast? No, because we don't pay attention. Um, In the let's review setup picture, it basically shows you what they've got set out now, and it looks like let's say you've got it on Google Stadia, and you've purchased, you've got D two Forsaken, and you've got the D two Shadow Keep. If you then want to play it on Xbox or Steam, you will then it looks like you have to purchase the Shadow Keep on Steam and Xbox because D2 Forsaken and all previous is going to be free. But then um, if you want to purchase the expansion, you're going to have to buy it on each separate thing. That's what it looks like on this picture. What yeah. do you guys think? That's well, I don't see the picture in there. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know when you sent it, but yeah, but that's that's basically what I'm guessing. And also, so Night Demon alluded to the last part. There's going to be a free to play version of Destiny. Yeah. So there will be Destiny free to play. All right, respawn. What were you going to say before I launched? Well, no, that test? that was my question because I didn't get this picture. So I was going to say, like on PC, you get Destiny for free, right? But does that mean like, so what parts are free? What's what's not free? So if I have all of the expansions on my Xbox. But I don't have those expansions on PC. Can I not use those weapons that I got from that expansion until I get it on PC? Because what if on on my save file I've already got weapons from the new expansion? What happens? Yeah, that that I'm sure is an nitty gritty that's coming coming later on. Because literally, like their cross save page and their you know Battle.net to Steam page is basically this is the thing that's coming. We've announced it. More information is coming soon, and that's like the entire page. We'll link yeah, those two pages on the budget. I'm concerned. Let's say for example, right? I have Shadowkeep on my Xbox. Right, I go to play on PC because I have it for free on PC, but I don't have Shadow Keep on PC. I have a weapon from Shadow Keep on my Guardian. When I load into the PC, do I have an empty slot? First of all, second of all, when the save happens, does that save as an empty slot? And now when I go back to my Xbox, what used to be a weapon is now gone, and I no longer have that weapon because it registered as no, not definitely existing? not because because one of their one of the, one of the things I'm going to get into is their big push is you're going to be able to play this anywhere. And that's a big reason they went with Google Stadia. So before we jump into that, 
you know, the next thing everybody wants to know, money. How much money am I putting down? You know, Bungie's All already said Bungie's already said, you know, the annual pass didn't really work out how they were hoping. So if you haven't picked up the annual pass, you can now do that for forty dollars. That gets you the black armory, the season of the drifter, and our current season of opulent. So starting starting yesterday when the stream was June sixth, and that's a six followed by a four, <laughs> or a four followed by a six, depending on which country you're in. <laughs> you can now buy the annual pass for forty dollars, and Shadow Keep is going to be thirty five dollars again in the U.S., thirty in the U.K. and fifty four ninety five. Isn't the digital dollar. deluxe sixty dollars though, just for Shadow Keep? I, I don't care about the deluxe. The deluxe is more expensive. These are just the prices to get the game. Thirty five dollars gets you the Shadow Keep content, the digital things, and your your hive thing and your fancy books. That's all more money. But if you just say I want the game, I don't care about the rest of it. That'll get you into the game. But I need fancy books. <clears throat> Well, then you're going to have to spend more money, and supplies are limited, so operators are standing by. Go buy it now. I think I did already. Um, so Luke Smith and Mark Noseworthy launched into the introduction by basically saying, you know, we want Destiny to be an awesome action MMO. And when we say MMO, we don't mean subscriptions. So they want to put that out there. You know, this is not going to be, you know, a World of Warcraft-style game where you're paying a subscription to play it every month. There's basically three main things they're looking to do with this Destiny release for Shadowkeep going forward. First one, improving the RPG. Destiny is going to be more of a role-playing game. Number two, they're going to improve social. They're going to let you play it anywhere, let you play with more people. And number three, I've already said it, is play it anywhere. So getting in depth a little more with that, um, you know, for improving the RPG, Luke Smith said, you know, we want to get more depth on the character sheet. We want to add stats back into the game. We want to sort of RPGify the game because they've been sort of waffling, are we an action game? Are we an RPG game? Are we an MMO? What? So we're going to see a lot more depth to the character sheet and a lot more stats going forward. And as part of that, armor is getting a major rework and a major customization change. So instead of it being, you know, here's your, they said, you know, here's the problem. You've got your pretty piece of armor and you've got your functional piece of armor. Well, I'm going to go in with the armor with the best perks on it, even though I like the looks of this armor. So instead of that problem, they're basically reworking armor. So you're going to have slots where you can put perks into that armor and basically, as you as you add perks to the armor and you get it closer to what you want it to be, they were saying, you know, at the very end of it, you know, that piece of armor will, will feel pretty close to an exotic in terms of power when you unlock all the slots. There were either, I think, five or six sort of like levels of, of perks you could put into it. And those are basically mods you're going to be able to take and apply to any piece of armor. So it's no longer the, do I wear the good, good rolls or do I wear the good looking armor? It'll all be the same piece of armor. You can now make what you want. You can actually build those armor sets out. And one thing I threw in here that I was sort of an off topic, there's now finishing moves. We've got this like crazy hunter flourish as he like stabs you with knives and this Titan, you know, WWE style. I'm going to look at my fist and then punch you. And I don't remember what they showed for the warlock, but there's finishing moves now coming in Shadow Keep because why not? A little you know, I can tell that you're excited about this because you're talking fast and you're breathing heavy. <laughs> so it's. It should be. If you do, if you buy Shadowkeep on one platform, and that's the platform that you're then migrating to the others, you should be able to play it all on all the others. Because what you're going to end up having to do is play the Shadowkeep stuff on the main um, purchase platform, and then if you're going to do bounties and old raid content and stuff to get your powerful rewards, you'll end up going and playing that on the other platforms. That's what I'd do anyway. That's fair. And you're probably not wrong. Man, that's a lot yeah. of stats to mess with. Like, can you can you maximize? How many of these can you max out? No idea. It's just a 
picture from the Vidoc somebody's taken. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, just just a screenshot. Yeah. So for anybody that doesn't remember or wasn't around in Destiny One, we had three stats of intellect, strength, and discipline, which is what we then used to balance our characters out. And then Destiny Two came along, and it was changed to mobility, recovery, and resilience. But it looks like with the new update, you're going to end up with all six stats. So you're going to have strength, intellect, and discipline, mobility, recovery, and resilience. I can't remember which one it was, but one of those stats would like help get you all of your class abilities back faster. Like you can get really high recharge rates on your classes. Remember that? Yeah. On your class abilities. So I think this is what they mean by going total MMO kind of style. And I do remember when when we were kind of going through Destiny 1, there was sets of armor that you could get and you could get like level 12 gear that would drop, that would give you full stats on two of the items. So you get like strength and discipline, full stats, and then two on another one. I think it was a tier 12 set that you'd end up trying to build. And that's what it sounds like they're going to try and go back towards is where you can still... That's one thing they had mentioned. I I don't remember who it was. I forgot to write it down, but... I think it's Luke Smith. Yeah, I said you remember in D one where you could say I'm going to build a you know tier tier eleven, tier twelve, tier whatever armor. They're like, you know, we want to give you that ability back. We want to actually give you a character that's you can you can build up an armor set for, not just oh I'm going to use this piece of armor because it's got the rolls I want on. They're going to have all this knocked out by September. Well, it sounds like they've been working on it for a very long time. They'd have to be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that's sort of why we've seen parts of the game languish. Because they've been doing all this other stuff in the background that need you know more development resources to rework these major things. Look, you say that, but there's only two things there's, there's that more. I think everybody needs to know. Okay, mm-hmm. the first thing is bad juju, and the second thing is handheld sniper. Now everybody saw the handheld sniper, meaning hand cannon, right? Hand cannon sniper. In, in in the in the Vidoc, right? Not but everybody. Not, that's why we're telling people about it. Not about it. Not everybody even knows what the bad juju is. Right? Did they say the bad that, juju was coming back? Please, pray tell. What is the bad juju? <laughs> is it just a charm that you wear around your neck? Yes. Is it something that a character has in the game that just scares you? Please yes, tell yes. us. So, for those of the for those of you that haven't been around in D1, the bad juju was a pulse rifle, right? And the cool thing about this... What kind of pulse rifle was it? Rapid fire frame. And what color would it be in the background? What do you mean the background? Oh, you mean the element type? Was it blue? Oh, it's an exotic. I see what you mean. There you go. I was getting to it. Okay. So the bad juju exotic, right? Freaking pulse rifle. Um, The cool thing about it was, is when you got a kill, it would reload your magazine right um the other thing is once you got any kind of a kill it would give you super energy back so having a gun that gives you constant super energy back and the fact that now we have like masterworks and catalysts inside the game oh my god but it would give you more super energy back than a normal weapon i think that was a good perk on it it it? was a big chunk of super. well not a big chunk of super would you say two or three times more super energy back than a regular weapon kill? About two and a half, yeah. 
two and a half yeah so it was it was a lot of super energy back from a weapon kill and this was an amazing it was a good it was a good pulse rifle on its own the fact that it reloaded its own magazine on kills made it even better the fact that it gave you a ton of super energy made it even better and that ladies and gentlemen is coming to d2 <laughs> so I'm super excited about Andy, it. Would you like to continue with your breakdown of the story? No, as are the other exotics no. that you didn't talk about. That's well, the only the one that matters, though. Well, the two other things, you know, Bungie said they want to focus on is improving social. They basically said, we want Destiny to meet you wherever you want to play. And they did say Cross Safe was ready to go before D2 even shipped, mm-hmm. but for capital R reasons, which I think we can all assume is Activision or yeah. Sony or a combination Sony. of both, yeah. it didn't. And then their third thing, again, play it anywhere. And that basically explains their entire partnership with Google Stadia. And, you know, they literally said, you'll be able to play Destiny anywhere you have a Chrome browser with your Stadia controller. And, you know, Dad will finally ask them, you know, why did you decide to partner with Google Stadia on that? And they said, you know, in a single world, they want to have a single world where you can play anywhere. This is all about playing anywhere. That's, you know, they kept saying it over and over. You, we want you to play anywhere you are with anyone in the game, no matter what platform they're on. And that's another reason why some things have languished over this last season because, you know, I, again, I don't remember who said it, but they said development. We took a lot of our, you know, best development teams and put them towards standing Stadia up. I mean, you know, making D2 run on Stadia, having it be a good experience. So there was a ton of resources that went into that platform. And, you know, launching this game on an entirely new platform. And that's why some things like PvP have languished. And they, and they did say, you know, the move from Battle.net to Steam, all your existing content will be transitioned for free. They'll have more details coming. Shadowkeep will launch on Steam. So kiss Battle.net goodbye. It's no longer. And so... So what is Shadowkeep a, parody? Yeah, so we can talk a little bit about Shadowkeep. So Shadowkeep, keep first off, is a completely standalone expansion. And you, don't have, to, you don't have to have played the old content. You don't have to own any of the previous expansions. And Cannon Sniper. Start in the game with Shadowkeep. And, and they said, sniper. we want you to feel like you're in the end game from the moment you step onto a planet. And in By Shadowkeep, way, we're sniper. going back to the moon. We're going back with Eris Morn to the moon. Now, they said some interesting things about the moon. They, they made a big push about this is all going to be about psychological horror and making guardians afraid. And they said, we will be fighting manifestations of our nightmares on the moon. So I'm a little curious what we're going to see because they showed some old... Some old friends that are coming back to haunt us that we thought were dead and gone. But they're going to be back on the moon. And we're going to have a new raid. And we're going to the Black Garden for that. Oh my god, yeah, dude, I forgot about that. The Black Garden. No, 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 no. You said all we had to know was the hand cannon sniper. Yeah, no, still, that is all we need to know. The other stuff is just bonus. But the only thing you need to know is the hand cannon sniper. No. So the the exotic heavy bow with knockback you're not interested in? Okay, maybe a little. So, or or the trace rifle that the longer you shoot an enemy, it increases. I actually don't care about that. No, the heavy bow, I do. I do. I'm really looking to. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah, but yeah. The so there, so there are three three exotics they talked about a little bit and featured. You know, little pick. You know, clips of in the Vidoc. Again, your new hand cannon, like a one handed sniper rifle. It's the only hand cannon with the scope in the game. Right. And they did say if you fire it too much, it'll light you on fire. But they may remove that. This is my plea. Keep it in the game. I want you know I want there to be a little cooldown on this. You can use it and be amazing, but you might set yourself on fire if you use it too much. I like that. <laughs> There's also I mean, a heavy. I, I would like it with bow. or without it, but you know yeah. whatever. Yeah, and then you'll have your heavy exotic bow with a knockback on it. 
and your trace rifle that the longer you shoot an enemy, it increases the crit spot for your team to shoot at. Crit spot size. Right. Larger crit spot. Spot grows. And now so what's Destiny... exciting about the Black Garden raid, I, I, think, I think they said it was, wasn't it? Is yes, that it, is. it sounds like it's going to be tying up a loose end from Destiny 1. Mm-hmm. So in Don't Destiny 1, again, for anybody that didn't know or hasn't played, we did a story campaign that led us to the Black Garden on Venus. Which was and... cool. Sorry? Which was cool. I like the Black Garden as an oh. area. And it kind of just stopped there. That was it. Even the raid, the Vault of Glass, didn't kind of tie into it at all. It was it destroyed the heart of the garden. That was it. So hopefully this kind of brings things back into a... Yeah, take some of these story threads and kind of... Yeah, take some of the story threads. And... Which Dado did flat out ask them about, and they were kind of like, uh, well, yeah, so who knows? <laughs> yeah. We, we didn't really get a good answer to, because he was like, hey, are we going to story threads, Aldrin, Black Garden, all these, all these sort of monster of the weeks, you know, go anywhere. And it's like, ah, oh, well, we're working on that. It, it's in the plan. So probably yes, but probably not with this release. But we're definitely, we're definitely going to get a blast from the past with this one. Yeah. So there was another part of their Vidoc, which was Destiny New Light. So what was that about? Yeah. What is Destiny New Light? Are you asking me? Never no, asking parody. Oh, Eric's got the notes from who's in the studio writing. I was, you I was scribbling. You forgot playing I frantically in the background behind my little my little wooden door. Looks like an outhouse in the corner. Really pay attention to the narrative of this story respawn. Oh my god, fine. So, Destiny of the New Light. That's the free to play version of Destiny. That's a simple answer. So you know, and, and they you know they made a big deal about saying you've got a buddy. You're like, hey, you should come play Destiny with me. There's this menagerie we can jump into. There's some raids. Oh, great. What do I have to do? Well, you have to throw down like $70. You have to grind for like 40 to 80 hours, and then we can go play together. No one's going to do that. That's that's not attractive for anyone. So their solution is New Light, which is the free-to-play version of Destiny. And they say in 15 to 20 minutes, you'll be arriving at the parts of the game you want to play, and it's totally free. So here's what New Light is, and here's what New Light is not. So New Light, it's the full game. You're getting... You know, again, and this this starts with Shadow Keep. So New Light launches the same time Shadow Keep expansion launches. So with New Light for absolutely free, you're getting all the destinations in the game, every planet you can go to, every place you can go to. You can you're getting all the strikes that are in the game. You're getting Gambit. You're getting Crucible. You're getting the Leviathan raid. Now you're going to be giving when we get to Forsaken. It's a little bit different. So while you will get the Tangled Shore and the Dreaming City and the Moon in Shadowkeep, you can go to those destinations, but you cannot play everything that's there. So if you haven't bought the Forsaken package, you it's can't like do the new raids. You, can play. you can't do the dungeon, the Shadow Throne, and you can't do the exotic quest. So you can go to the locations, but you can't do all the content that were there as well. So, yeah, so again, New Light gives you the destinations, but not all the Forsaken content. And they were saying, you know, in about 20 minutes, it'll start you out. If you download New Light and start it, you know, fresh and on a brand new character, they said, you know, the first 15 minutes or so is running through that first Cosmodrome mission where you wake up and the ghost there and it sort of teaches you how to play the game. But then once you're through that first mission, you'll get to the tower and then everything in the tower is unlocked for you for Strikes, Gambit, and Crucible. 
And they did say there will be a, you know a, a little bit of a progression to unlock the different destinations. You know they didn't want you to to start the game up, then all of a sudden here's all these planets to go to and all these things to do. It's it's a little overwhelming. But they did say you know you'll probably get to Mars within a couple of hours. So there will be a progression. You know go go run a story mission here, run a story mission there. You know and unlock planets as you go. So you won't have every destination from day one, minute one of New Light. But it, but it, you know after a couple hours of gameplay, you will have everything for free. And then you know, if you want to buy Forsaken, you can buy the Forsaken package, which I assume will still be, you know, the like the annual pass. I assume it'll be still be sitting at $40. So for a $40 buy-in, you can get all the new content for that. What I don't know is do you then need to also buy Shadow Keep? Because while you'll get the moon, yes. you yeah, okay. So so for $75, which is you know, the 40 for the annual pass Forsaken, plus the 35 for Shadow Keep, that will give you all the content in Destiny up till then, mm-hmm. which is a lot of content. Which is a big expenditure all at once, but you you know, there's a lot of the game you get for free. Uh, all right, absolutely hey, take a nothing. Breath. There's something I want to say that kind of builds onto this. Go right? for it. So I think Bungie has a good opportunity here, right? Remember, yeah. during the first mission, that first gun that you pick up with the broken sight, that eventually became an exotic. Hmm. I think they could utilize this as a very good opportunity to bring that gun back because that was a pretty baller gun that was a very good gun and i like how everybody trashed that white gun except probably nintendo um i'm sorry night demon and um so when they're like yeah this is now you can make it an exotic we trashed that white gun forever ago (laughs) we had to go back and get it again (laughs) so i think this is a good opportunity to bring that exotic or at least the white weapon which can become an exotic back into the game so we can get that back in the game i think that's a good thing that they could probably take advantage of. Well, they probably not. If they did, that would be cool. We have a late breaking update that Panoramics 18 would like you to know that there are modifiers in the menagerie. <laughs> so I have to give a shout out to Mylan Games who tweeted, it is 2.13 a.m. here. Tell me I didn't dream that. Cross save. So even at 2.13 a.m., Mylan Games down in the good old land that Respawn claims doesn't exist where Andy lives. I don't claim. Somebody else claims it. I is just up, is up watching the it. stream. And yes, cross-save does exist. So that's PlayStation, because Sony at the 11th hour decided to play with the cool kids. Mm. Xbox, PC, and Google Stadia. Cross-save is coming to all four of those platforms. Now, there again, as we sort of talked about, there's a difference between cross-save and cross-buy. If you're buying it on one platform, you know, there may be a discount for buying on the second platform, but it's not like if I buy it on, you know, if I own the content on my Xbox, I can just jump into Stadia and play it or jump into PC and play it. There's going to be something I'm going to have to buy. Now, granted, with the free-to-play versions, you should be able to pick those up on any other console, but again, we'll, we'll, we'll get into the nitty-gritty as, as Bungie tells us how all the pricing is going to work. Um, but they also made a big, you know, a big deal, which I think was another kick of the pants of Activision. There are only two groups who decide what happens to Destiny next. Bungie, and the players who play Destiny. No more Overlords, no more Activision. You know, they're on their own doing, you know, making the game they want to make. So from here on out, we're going to see what that vision looks like. And again, cross-save. Good times. We can, now, we can now play with some of our, you know, PlayStation 4 brethren who own the game. And it's like, hi, you're over there. I can just wave you. At know, you. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned your favorite part of the whole Vidoc yet. Oh, that, that, my favorite part wasn't in the Vidoc. My favorite part was afterwards on Twitter. Oh, you're right. I stand corrected. So, 
So and then so then just a couple of more bits and pieces about just some things that were mentioned. Um, Del Chafe and Justin Truman. Sorry for butchering your names. Um, you know, we're asked about you know about game balance. You know, how do you balance the game? You know, between hey, we want new crucible maps, new strikes, new strike maps, and the new stuff. And they said you know that's been a big problem, especially with you know the Google Stadia build out and all the Activision all things happening in the background. You know, where do we, you know, we have a finite number of resources. Where do we devote these resources? And that got them into talking about, you know, PVP. You know, Justin said, you know, we have underserved PVP in the last year, and we're going to fix that starting in Season 8. So, and Dell made the same point, you know, we're coming back to the Crucible in Season 8. And the way they sort of talked about it was we might see sort of a Season of the Drifter-like revamp of PVP. And Luke Smith later on did say, basically, we, we, you know, we want to add, because Dado did ask out, you know, flat out said, trials? Question mark? Because everybody wants to know. And Luke Smith said, you know, the crappy metaphor is, you know, we, we want to make additions to the house, but first we have to make, we have to fix the foundations of the house before we add the addition. So basically, yes, trials is coming back, things are coming back, but they want to completely revamp the playlist, revamp a lot of PvP before they can add to it. So it's coming, it'll be in the next season. We'll see what they have. Um, and Dado also asked, you know, you know, you know, with Activision, you had Vicarious Visions and the other studio whose name escapes me. High Moon. High Moon, thank you. You know, all making content for the annual pass. He said, you know, do you have enough resources basically to, to keep up this pace of this new content every season? And you know, and and Bungie said, I don't I can't remember, it might have been Luke Smith or someone. Who said, you know, we, you know, they've known about the split coming for over a year. You know, they've been preparing for the split from Activision, so you know they knew they were going to they were going to go it alone to that. But they've been preparing for this, so you know they seem confident that they'll be able to keep the pace up. We'll see if that happens. And then you know the last thing in the Vidoc was just uh, you know the recycled content. You know how does just talking about the moon? How does bringing a destination back fit into the world of Destiny? And you know Luke Smith said, you know, there's this huge war chest of old Destiny content, raids, and locations. And you know how could they take a take a location that we've seen before and bring it into the world we have now? Because they've talked about the moon being twice as big as it was before and bringing some of the old content back. So, so my guess is this is sort of them dipping their toe into the water of okay, let's bring a new location back, maybe bring some new some new baddies back. You know, bring our old baddies back that we fought before in a new context. Let's see how players like bringing some of this new stuff back. Because I know people have said forever, bring us Walter Glass back, bring Crota back, bring these raids back, you know, into D2. So I think this is them maybe saying, let's try this with a location, see how that goes, and, you know, just see where it goes from there. Speaking of old things coming back, um, I got a feed right here that says that uh, the Hawkmoon was just atomized. So it does appear that the Hawkmoon is confirmed to be... And if not this update, then the next one. So, at some know. point, respawn. Yeah. I mean, because didn't didn't they data mine a bunch of stuff like years ago, and then it finally came? Well, no, this, they never know. data mined the Hawkmoon stuff. We we well, we were well, going well, off no, of a, no, a lot of the stuff that they were saying in game and what Bungie was saying like on Twitter and whatnot. Even though not the Hawkmoon, but it wasn't like the trace rifles or something or the Arbalest. They they data mined like a year ago, and then they're like, it's there, it's in the game somewhere, and then yeah, and there's some stuff they did it like. I know there was something they did in mind in Destiny One that we didn't see till Destiny Two. Warcliffe Coil. Warcliffe Coil. Was it the Warcliffe? Okay, I couldn't remember. I knew it was something specific. Yeah. Respawn. Um, and then... Right. Please tell us what is the Hawkmoon? Because a lot of people won't know. What oh. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So Hawkmoon is a hand cannon. Um, an exotic. Another hand exotic cannon. Hand cannon. 
Yes, it, it has a nine-round magazine, if I'm not mistaken. But the cool thing about the Hawkmoon is it had a perk called uh, Luck in the Chamber, mm-hmm. right? Which is a perk we used to have back in the day. One round in your magazine does exponential extra damage, right? Um, the Hawkmoon took that perk, and then they added another perk. Uh, what was it? Four-Leaf Clover, I think it was. And what the, that perk did is it added two additional high-powered rounds to the magazine. So every time you loaded that magazine, three rounds randomly placed in there would do bonkers damage. And it was just a very, very fun gun to use. And it was a fun gun to play with. And it's amazing. So back in D1, that and the last word were probably some of the most popular hand cannons to use in the Crucible. There's going to be a bunch of people that will correct me on this, and that's fine. But, you know, in my experience, that's what I came up against the most was Hawkmoons and, and last words. So... The fact that that's been data mined and may be coming back this season, I don't know. I'll, I'll find out later. I, I there, there's a whole article attached to that. I have to, so that's just the highlight that I saw. But yeah, might be coming back this season. So huzzah! Hawkmoon's definitely a fun hand cannon to use, especially if they gave it more stability in D two. That would be amazing. But we'll find out, I guess. So, so I've got a big question though for our resident, uh, a European Union resident. Not anymore. Bungie has an <laughs> EU store. Hey, Demon. What? How do you feel about the EU store? No one has the EU store from across the pond. It's good for all the EU members, just not for the UK members. You wouldn't know anything about it. <laughs> and we'll link that in the show notes. You could, you right. Enjoy the EU store. That has. I think they said it has the VAT pricing, and you're not getting shipped things shipped from you know the US across an entire ocean. So should be a little bit better, maybe a little bit cheaper. Yeah. And now, so, oh, sorry. What Reese, sorry, I just have to mention one more thing that Respawn alluded to. My friend DMG on Twitter said, said the words. He said the magic words. Magic words. You know what those magic words are? What are those magic words? We are updating Crucible Labs. Woo woo! A much loved game type from the past. There this is go. just the beginning. This is us building the foundation of what we're doing with the Crucible going forward. Crucible Labs. It's coming back. They found now, it. Now, Parody, what is it was Crucible over Labs? Crucible Labs was meant to be the testing ground for PvP, where they could give us new game modes, you know, make changes to the sandbox, and put them in a place for us to play with and kick the tires on and see, does it suck? Is it great? Do we like it? Is it terrible? And it came out, I think, March of last year, and we saw it once or twice, and then it went away. Yep. Somewhere into the distance. I'm not sure where it went. Possibly with all the time and attention Crucible was getting. Hmm. It went away. All so it, the bye-byes. So Crucible Labs is coming back as well as, you know, I'm sure as part of their major rework to the Crucible because it sounds like they're really, they're doing a lot of work to it. And, and they know it's it's language and they know it's a big part of the game that they're missing. And it's good to see them, you know, giving it the, 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 attention, the attention it needs. So again, w- what kind of attention is that? Hopefully the Crucible Labs will tell us. It would be nice. And that is just a little bit of information they dropped in the Vidoc and a little bit more we saw from Twitter afterwards. So, you know, not too much. Just just cross-save and, uh, you know, a free-to-play Crucible version labs. of the expansion. And, you know, labs launching on a whole new platform. And, you know, I mean, nothing nothing really there. And, <laughs> you know, just a little bit of, a little bit of stuff for you. It's so just again, it's a new platform, no big deal, right? Yeah, just, just an entire new platform in the cloud. Yeah, so so respawn. Again. You're 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 switching to a PC. I'm gonna switch to Google Stadia. Uh, 
uh, respawn. Or my team is going to actually hack it so it works on the Switch. Right. Um, so are you yeah, going most to likely abandon, I'm gonna be... abandon your Xbox friends and go go play in PC land on Steam? Absolutely not. No, I'll, whenever I do my solo time or whatever, when nobody's online, I'm a bit. Some people may say I have a problem. To that, I say I have no legs to stand on, so shut up. <clears throat> um, Mr. Complaining about the Rat King catalyst because he had to have friends to work on it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I just got it earlier and I was like, wait, other people have to use it for you to progress this? Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Yeah, so, yeah, people. Anyway, so no, I'm definitely not going to abandon the Xbox. Whenever I see people are playing, because I'm in the band app, right? And I can see who's online because I still have the app on my phone. So whenever I see people online, I'll hop on, see what, what's up to. And when people say that, hey, what are you doing here? We don't want to play with you. Then, you know, I'll play anyway just to bug them and then eventually leave. You'll say, where's my invite? Where's my invite? Where's my invite? I know I could just join your game or your party, but where's my invite? Listen, earlier I couldn't because you were hiding offline. Not my fault. It is your fault. That's one hundred percent your fault. You're hiding offline. That is that is the definition of your fault. I again, I, I much like you have no legs to stand on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, that's it for me. So does Nighty want to go over our, over our bits and pieces of other new information that he's gathered he's from around the around the destination? I was just going to give you an update to Celestial Talons, who I was talking to a couple of weeks previous, saying how much he disliked um destiny 2 he'd uninstalled it he's back in the game apparently this new expansion is reunited it's fire i'd I'd like to think it was because of us and yeah i was gonna say we obviously had a big role to play in this we helped him i'm claiming full credit yeah yep you claim full credit credit. he's saying that it's you know the best update they've done so far he's enjoying i think there's a menagerie sniper with unflinching on it there is a sniper that he's ever got so he's looking a lot happier in the communication with me about the game yeah yeah and that's sort of the general i mean i've been i've been you know again, watching you know, i watch the vidoc and, and that's about all the content i've seen and i've just been you know immersed in the game playing the thing seeing how it feels seeing how it looks breaking my For real my ability to find my pursuits continuing to open it and looking in the wrong place but it's mm. yeah, just just the, the the tweets I've been reading, and just the the general tone of stuff is really positive right now. It's hey, Destiny's in a good spot. You know, they have been working on things. They have been, you know, they're aware of the deficiencies and they have a plan to work on them. So it's nice. It's nice to see the, the community in such a positive place. Maybe it's the afterglow from the raid race and you know the big content drop. People having gotten the new stuff or been told what they're going to the honeymoon now, phase, man. About yeah, you know, we're all yeah. in a nice honeymoon phase where we're all using our quick hug emotes to give players hugs at the end of strikes and activities. We're all showing the love. That's important. Somebody sent me a message on my phone um, after I was talking to them about the new hug emote. And they're like, you like the hug emote? And they they like emphasize the you part of it. I'm like what? <laughs> Am I not a happy-go-lucky guy, you hateful son of a... You can, you can run around and scream, give me hugs, give me hugs. Exactly. You now actually get those hugs. It's wonderful. That's right. I'm, I'm a bad person. I tend to be creepy. And what better way to be creepy than go around asking for hugs? I think it's a great addition to the game. It's perfect. It's wonderful. Also, when I was talking to Celestial, he was um, like questioning about what was going to happen with this cross-play. No, sorry. He was questioning what's going to happen with this cross-save. 
because he's got like weapons and unlocks on the PC version that he doesn't have on his Xbox. And he's got a few good weapons that are on his Xbox. He wants to kind of know what's going to happen. Is it going to be you've got to pick one of the platforms and that goes forward? Or is it going to be... said. They did see... Oh, where... I mean, you'd like to think that if you've unlocked something, then it's unlocked across all the game. So in your collections, if it says you own that gun, you're then able to pull that gun back out on a different console or platform kind of thing. Yeah, because that's one thing um, Jared Jared Burback uh, at Dark Horse for Life on Twitter did say. You know, you know, more details. You know, information are coming, but they said no. Mer- you choose one account from your platform of choice. Uh, so it does. It does seem like no. Again, you know, this may change, and there may be some caveats. You know, it, maybe it's you don't have the gun on you, but it's in your collections. I don't know, but you know, they did say there is no merge, so it sounds like you're going to choose one platform to be sort of your one true platform. And then going forward, that gets pushed to the rest of the platforms. Right. Again, I mean, maybe not. This could, again, this could all change. Maybe they have more specifics, but that's what it sounds like. That sounds weird. It's like, it, it sounds to me like the only game save you'll have is on your Xbox and you can access that from other games. But whatever you do, like, let's say you go to PlayStation, right? And you start to play on your save file from your Xbox. Does everything that you do on the PlayStation not save back to the Xbox? It does. It because going because, forward from September. Yeah. You know, yeah, going forward, because I mean, all the stuff lives in the cloud. Yeah, I know and, that, but you know, that's, the that's way it's involved. worded is is odd to me. You'll have one right. at home save. Right. What? Well, I mean, I mean, to be fair, he's trying to you know trying to reply to somebody in a tweet in you know two hundred forty characters, trying to say here here's the gist of what's going to happen. You know, you know, again, they've got a whole page devoted to this. Okay. It's updated yet, but you know, you know, they have a whole cross save page, and they're like, you know, we we will have a full FAQ, we will have full details, just not day one. You know, the announcement. Gotcha. So yeah, yeah, because yeah, a lot of people are going to have the same questions. You know, what's what's the buy-in? What's the cost? How many platforms do I need to buy this on? What's the save situation looking like? You know, I mean, just as you know, yeah. cross-save will enable you to select an active group of characters and play them on any of your connected accounts. You will be able to set up your cross-save later this summer. You know, right now, sign up for the email updates. More information coming soon. That's the extent of their cross-save page. So, you know, I'm sure they've... I won't say I'm sure because Respawn will yell at me. We have people that have thought this through, and they've got some sort of plan. Maybe it's a good plan, maybe it's a terrible plan. But I mean, I have to think the majority of people who are not streamers are playing are playing the game primarily on one on one platform. Again, yeah, there are certain people like Celestial Talents who have played it on more than one. But I have to imagine the majority of people played it on one platform. For those of you who played it on both, or you know, played it on more than one, and are going to run into this sort of merge problem. We'll see, you know, I have to think they'll use the collections for that. So at least say, you know, the weapons unlocked for you, maybe it's not the random role you have on your PlayStation versus your Xbox or your PC versus your PlayStation. But I have to think you'll at least have access to to the content you've earned because their whole thing is we want you to play this game anywhere and everywhere. They've got they got who have thought through the how do I get to this content? Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I'd yell at you for that. I mean, I just kind of yell in general. I didn't think that that had anything special in it, but I can yell at you if it makes you feel better. No, you know, no, you yeah, they, no ranting. You were just going to yell at me because I would, I would say, you know, Destiny, I've thought this through, and you'd say, Destiny doesn't think through. Oh, that part. I was I was hung up on the whole people playing on multiple platforms part of it. I see. Aha. Yeah. Gave you the uh, double cross. You did. You misdirected. That so, good job. 
before we get on to news and information, Respawn. We've already done one. Yeah. I've got a question for you, Respawn. Why? You like listening back to the show, right? Sure. Well, all the time. Best part of my day. How would you like to listen to us and earn whilst you're burning your lug holes? What are you people talking about? I I don't know what what is well, this. Well, you you say earning things while I'm listening to podcasts, but that doesn't seem to be a thing that I can do unless I'm listening to my own podcast and you know generating my own revenue by doing that. I realize no. I just talked in circles now. So what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> This ad read brought to you by incompetence, stuttering, and the inability to read words. Well, I'm here to tell you, Respawn, that Podcoin is the app pays you to listen to podcasts. Is that like Bitcoin? No, this isn't like Bitcoin. Bitcoin? This is Podcoin. Podcoin, they will pay you with Podcoins to listen to podcasts. Yeah, parody. Stupid face. Ah, Podcoin for podcasts. And they so... offer nearly every podcast ever made, mm-hmm. and they will pay you one Podcoin for every 10 minutes that you spend listening. That's and these nice. Podcoins, they can be redeemed for cash rewards. What? And that includes... So how many Podcoins do I need to get a decent cash? No, no, hold on, hold on. No, are you talking about like real cash, like cash money, or are we talking about like, like I don't We're know. We're talking like... about... Podcoins can be redeemed for Amazon gift cards and gifts like the Echo Spot. What? I know. Products, what? services, That's items in my home just for listening to podcasts. Sounds amazing. Exactly. And we are featured on Podcoin. How amazing are we really? is that? Yes, we are. What? That's pretty So cool. how many Podcoins would you get from listening to one episode, just one episode of Two Titans and a Hunter? You get, at the moment double coinage for listening to our episodes because we are on the featured page so so which episode so, no hold on, if, hold on. If, i need to stop to, you wait wait, wait. i genuinely maximize... don't know these things right hold on i genuinely didn't know these so i'm actually surprised about you know getting the amazon <laughs> gift cards and whatnot but this guy over here i don't know if he actually knows or not I, but I to me no it seems I, like he's I'm overacting to pretend like he doesn't know oh by all means tell me what it is he's like overacting <laughs> just like playing, oh my god it's definitely bring this ad because i'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry, not i'm sorry not man to. it's just it's so bad <laughs> that's what we're, we're here for the entertainment so we're not here for quality content we're here to you're right. we're here for laughs yeah right. I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry continue i'm sorry so I mean, really, people should just go episode, listen to episode, was episode 18, Defining Opulence? Or should they go back to uh, the Two Titans and the Hunter episode 17 to fix an issue where players were enjoying the game with Ducky and Dolphin to, to absolutely max out their good podcoin earnings? Ducky well, and Dolphin. you say that, but you can listen to every episode of Two Titans and a Hunter and earn double on the whole lot. We are featured for at least the next week and a half so get your pod coins in plus we have an offer for you mm-hmm. if you sign up for Podcoin and you enter in the code two titans just two titans you will get 300 coins to get you started in your account also if you upload a photo or just any random photo they give you another 100 coins for putting a photo on there really good deal 
Yeah, but if you upload a photo with your phone or something similar while listening to Two Titans and a Hunter, what happens? Magic. Magic happens. I like magic. I'm a huge, huge fan of magic. So they have apps available on Apple and Google Play. Isn't that refreshing? You know, a change in a podcast. We are actually paying you to listen rather than asking you to pay us basically yeah it's refreshing but i Go listen to, response I listen to the cast on google give you money. It'll be great. <laughs> no, now, it's gonna mess with me don't listen to it on google download coin listen to us earn some coinage get some points and get some good sweet rewards who doesn't like free money yes do that yeah definitely do that and especially if you listen to a lot of podcasts like i do like i listen to wolf 359 i listen podcast even if you don't think i do um talk about other podcasts on the podcast the first rule of podcasting all right fine i listen to multiple podcasts up to and including (laughs) our own whether you believe me or not and uh yeah i mean especially on my long flights or while i'm driving a car whatever i listen to podcasts all the time so it sounds like after x amount of time i can just get rewards for doing something that i would be doing anyway and i know that sounds like like a plug and now that I'm thinking back to what I just said, but I was actually just kind of, you know, affirming what they were talking about, about how and why that's a good idea for me specifically. But yes, to all you others out there listening to it, it's also a great idea for you too. So mm-hmm. there's that. We will have a handy link in the show notes where you can find all the information and they have more than 583,000 podcasts to, available to listen to. Not just ours. I'm just saying listen to ours as well. Listen to ours exclusively. Something like that. Yeah. And get double coinage. Coinage. Yeah. Double yeah. double coinage. Double. Coin. Yeah. Two times. That's 100% yeah, I'm, more. I'm sorry. There was there was no hunter in the code respawn. They just said two titans. I so. did see that. That actually, you know what? <laughs> yeah, here's your promo code, two titans. Whoa, 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 buddy. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to have to say something. No, it should be like T-Tap, Two Titans and a Hunter. Or no, no. I think they knew T-tap. who the stars of the show were, and they've gone, it's those two, the Two Titans. So, yeah, don't forget your promo code, Two Titans. Sign up for PodCoin. Apps in the links and all that stuff. <sighs> and we've made Respawn unhappy, which is all the more reason to go do it. I'm not unhappy. I'm just dejected. I'm not as happy as I otherwise would be. And speaking of other podcasts, Hmm. we've made some new friends, haven't we, Parody? Well, Parody did anyway. Parody Parody and you and me, we've made some new friends. No, they don't Um, want to interview me. They want to interview (sighs) Eric. They know the star is the the Titans. They don't care about the... Yeah. Yeah. I bet they're Titan mains too. We are That's talking about um, Guardian Hub. I will say another podcast talking about Destiny. And I've actually gone as far as to listen to the show, the last three that they put up. And it's been a lot of fun. They they did go and they grabbed someone from the community. They're sort of trying to grab play on four and I think PC maybe. But they're just sort of going around and, and trying to get grab other people in the community to talk to, who some of which are content creators, some of which aren't. Just people out there playing the game, and they, uh, Kingsley Mack, one of the folks who was on the show, also maintains a list of sort of a, you know, his compiled list of Destiny 2 podcasts that he's come across 
So if you have one, you know, go look up the Guardian Hub, reach out to him. You know, he'll up this. It's just a Google document with a link in the show notes of other people out there going, hey, we play this game. We should talk about it. They call us and, hilarious. And, and to kind of build on what you guys are saying, not only did they give us a shout out, but I do believe he said twice that we are hilarious. Hilarious. No, I think he said two times were hilarious. You're just there for. He never. Not once specified the two titans. Two that titans. is a Except fact. For some reason, you have that hunter on too, and we just don't understand why you would need a hunter. That's not a thing. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. So, should we move on to the a bit of news and information? Oh my god, we we've already said this stuff. We, we, I we looked through there. You've, you've done. You said all this, have you? We did at some point in time in the last two or three podcasts. Yes. You can't say stay tuned for the stream. That's over with. We talked about the stream. Mm-hmm. Done. Yep. Improving okay. collections. We want to improve collections. Pursuit yep. tab feedback has been heard. Oh, speaking of which, did you see, I don't know who put it up on Twitter. It's been sort of going around the redesign of the pursuit tab of what it could be. Oh, it's beautiful. I wish, no, I wish I we had that. that. You should put it up in the app or on a link it to the show or something. Well, we'll put a link on the show notes for it. It is, it is a beautiful, it is one that, what I want the pursuit tab to be. Because right now, I open the Pursuits tab, and it's just a giant collection of everything. And my eyes sort of roll back in my head, and I go, okay, there's there's loads of things here. I wish I could find the things I'm trying to work on. I did see some of the Reddit posts that said it's getting a bit confusing or frustrating. When you click to put it in a specific order, you come out of the menu, you go back, and it's put it back to a kind of default setting. They People want it kind of, if you've set it up that way, it should be that way until you... Yeah. Remember you know, log going. off of Destiny or something. Yeah, and that's where the problem of pulling everything from the server. It's like when, when you pull your, you know, open your consumables up each time. Things are in a different order every single time. It's like where, where would this go? I was just, I was just looking for this, and now it's gone. But wait, there's yeah. more. There is. DMG has responded to a Reddit post saying, starting in June fourth, with the update, you'll be able to track all of the catalysts via the Triumphs. After you've earned an exotic, you'll now see a triumph under the account Exotic Catalyst. That triumph will include a description of where it can be found. Sometimes the text will be straightforward, and other times it will be a bit more of a mystery. When Destiny 2 Update 2.5.0 goes live, the Sunshot, Graviton Lance, and Sweet Business Catalyst are back on the menu. Which I think Respawn has already gotten one of now. I did, in fact, get the Sunshot Catalyst yesterday. Thank you for noticing. Mm-hmm. What's out there in the world? So if you missed the uh, your faction rallies, which is another thing that went away with Crucible Labs somewhere and have been in the corner, you can now get those things that you previously could not have. And then you were talking earlier about Jared, weren't you, Parody? And he's saying about... He's made a comment on Twitter saying they've talked about tracking multiple triumphs. No news ah. to report, but it's on people's minds. And there's also... No changes for vault space coming as yet. And not Big every surprise. exotic will have a catalyst upon its release. Big surprise. Like all the bows. No yes, bows, no that bows was so respawn. disappointing. That's that's actually I know you guys are making fun mm-hmm. of me and that's fine, but that's actually disappointing to me. Yeah. It is sort of it, it is getting a little old just getting all of the exotic cannons and, and our bows are our exotic bows are not getting in love with catalyst not a single one not one come on bungie 
And, you know, I think all the boats should have the same catalyst. Draw time reduction. Because <laughs> the catalysts have the longest draw time out of most of the bows, if not all of the bows. It should. Now, now go to your band app, pull up your podcast channel, and oh, feast yes. your eyes on what this Pursuit tab could be. They've broken it down. We'll put a link in the show notes. You know, they have a tab for your exotics to the top, your quests, your bounties on the left-hand side, organized in what they are, and the nice, you know, pinnacle weapons and synthesizers on the right-hand side. So you can find your chalice. You're not sitting here in the menagerie or the merengue, if you want to be dancing, looking for your chalice to slot runes into it to claim your reward. Come on, man. Stop acting stupid. So while Respawn's looking at that, We'll move on to tips and tricks. Anyway. So I've got three guides for you for the three pinnacle weapons. We have Fallout Plays doing the Revoker guide. That's the sniper rifle. We have a guide from Planet Destiny. We've done a Wendigo guide. That's the grenade launcher. And Astacross has done a guide on Hush, which is the bow from Gambit. And in each of the videos, they go over perks for the weapons and a rough guide of how to get them and on a few of them there's like a few tips and tricks of what to do like with the bows um a few medals that will give you more progress than some of the other medals and they point that out in the video yeah, but do, see, we, do we have any bow recommendations that. for the good people he says that um bow recommendations uh yeah, yeah, yeah anything yeah. with a fast draw time and has rampage and or firefly the um, Subtle Calamity can drop with Rampage and Firefly and a Draw Time Masterwork, which is one that I was lucky enough to get. It's amazing. Uh, definitely recommend that. Put a Firefly perk on there if you can. I mean, you can put a Rampage one on there if you want to, but the Firefly perk makes a big boom, and I, I do enjoy it. Um, another one, uh, Arsenic Bite is a really fast bow. It's a really good bow. Um, I had one that had uh, Rampage and Firefly, and at some point in time, they rework something. And when I went to pull my my uh, bow out of the vault, uh, the rampage had disappeared because now the rampage falls in the same slot at, in that first slot. Now, mine had the rampage fall in the second slot. So now mine's gone. I had a really good arsenic bite that I loved more than anything. I used it with every build, uh, but it's gone now. But arsenic bite is good because you can get your draw time down to 600. And you can fire off those arrows pretty quick. Uh, that one definitely comes with Rampage. So I would find one with Rampage, definitely. I said definitely a lot. Definitely. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, what's the solar? And if you play the raid, right? Uh, not the not the, not the the last one, uh, Scourge of the Past, but the one previous to that. Last uh, Wish. Thank you. Yes. The Last Wish has a bow. Um, it's a solar bow, and it drops with Firefly. Uh a, a really good bow and that one uh you can get the draw time down to either 640 or 600 which is still really fast firing really like the bow uh but if you want to go exotic if you're if you're not going against if you're not going to invade i would go with the trinity ghoul because you can get a lot of ads you you nail that first ad just just nail a red bar in a head and and prime your arrows nail the second guy get that aoe spark damage and you can take out a lot of ads with one shot also a tip for the trinity goal is if there's a lot of ads in a small area don't side in when you fire the bow hip fire it because the three arrows spread out even further and the arc chains even further giving you a wider aoe damage area 
So that'll clear out even more ads with the same shot, right? Just hip fire. It gives you a bigger area for ad clear. Um, if you're going against single targets, and uh, if you are going to invade, I would go with or Wish Ender. Luminarch does okay damage. Wish Ender does pretty good damage against Guardians, plus the Wish Ender. Whenever um, you're being invaded, you can draw the bow back and potentially see where those invaders are coming at you from. So again, that's a good thing. And if you're a hunter, I do recommend, especially with all the nerfs that we've had to all of our good exotics, there's a uh, the Vow, I think it's called. It's a it's an exotic arm piece, and you can indefinitely hold your bow fully charged, and that includes the Loma Arc. You know how it says when you pull on a quick release, you can do poison damage. Well, with these gloves, you can hold it indefinitely, and when you release, you'll still get the poison damage. So it's really good for Lemonarch, and it's really good for Wishender because you can just keep it drawn the whole time and look through walls all around you until you're ready. So good uh, exotic, especially if you're going to be using bows. Exclusively if you're going to be using bows because it's not good for anything else, now that I say that. And uh, yeah, so Subtle Calamity. Uh, you know what? I, now i got to look up that other bow's name right quick. Just I'm sorry. Give me a second because it's, it's escaping me because I rarely ever actually look at the name the of vow? it. The Vow? Not the Vow. No, I don't like the Vow. Cosmic Point. No. No, just, just give me a flipping second. Hold on. It's right here. Is it the one with the exotic catalyst? What? No. What are you talking about? Is it the one with the pushback that you're going to get in September? I I don't know what you're saying. Tyranny of Heaven is the one I'm talking about. Yes, Tyranny of Heaven. Um, uh, Especially the uh, curated role. You get the draw time masterwork. You get the firefly, sorry, dragonfly perk. And it comes with sneak bow, which is kind of meh. But, you know, you do get the... Uh, draw time for Masterwork, you can get it down to 600 draw time, and it does have an aim assist of 74, so you can be tagging headshots like crazy. And you have one of two options with that bow. You can put the Firefly perk, which is what I did, or with any of the bows, I recommend putting on uh, the mod for uh, increased chances on headshots for any one of these bows, right? Because even if you're good, Nobody's perfect, and you're going to be missing some of those headshots. So just to increase the chances of getting the headshot, I'd put a, a, a headshot mod. What is that called? Accuracy? The, no, no. It, there's a mod that we have, which I've used all mine, so I can't look and see what it is. But it, it says specifically increases chances of uh, landing precision blows. That's what the mod description says. Um, I want to targeting say adjuster. Secret, but- that's oh, it. Ta- targeting adjuster. This weapon gains better ac- target acquisition. So easier to get headshots. So I will put that on all of the bows, unless, of course, you want the rampage specs or the firefly specs, according to whatever bow you have. That's also great. But um, yeah, so that's it. Really good bows. I, I knocked out a huge chunk of my kills with the, with the uh, Trinity Ghoul doing what I told you guys to do. Wear the exotic gauntlets, hold that bad boy back, hit fire for large groups, single fire for single damage targets, and those headshots. It's nasty. But I did notice this, and somebody else that was that I was playing Gamut with confirmed it because they also had the Trinity Ghoul. It does not do very good damage against Guardians at all. Because we were tagging all three arrows in a Guardian's head, and it would take four or five shots to kill said guardian with that bow so do not use it to invade you're gonna have a bad time um 
<clears throat> but yeah, that's that's it. You know, Trinity Gold, if you got it, great. Anything else your preference if you don't have it? Yeah. Um, I would not use, aside from the Wishender, a primary bow, meaning non-elemental bow. I wouldn't. I find that they do less damage, even though they say that they have, what, a 10% damage increase because they're not elemental. But I find that the elemental ones actually do more damage. Plus, you come up against a lot of shielded foes, so better to just have the elemental bow and like a shotgun or something as your prime. That's it. Okay. So with Fallout's video, he goes over how to unlock it. He goes over the overall weapon review of it and will the gun ruin the meta. And a tip that he's got in his video, he goes over all the different um, snipers that you can use and bit like what respawn's done is break down each one says you know this one does this this one does that and it's basically whatever one you feel comfortable using and the tip that he's got is to get your 3500 points in comp as part of your quest step if you use a sniper to get final blows in comp you get double progression so rather than just running into quick play and sniping everybody you hopefully get more points in comp uh, can't really say much about the Wendigo apart from put your fighting lion on, put a heavy grenade launcher on, and if you've got malicious birthright from one of the strikes, um, you can have a three grenade launcher set up and just run strikes. Um, you can't get progression in Nightfalls. It has to be in the strike playlist. So just run in there with your buddies. This week, that we're currently on is a perfect week for fighting lion because it's a void week so you're getting more damage on the targets so yeah that's good so fun you say fighting lion but if you were lucky enough to get the mountaintop uh, i think that's way in the fighting line just saying fighting lion is primary ammo in a void weapon for a void week a good week all right whatever do what fits you best but i've i've right. whatever do what fits you best so we also have a video that i'm going to link from houndish and he goes over a guide for the uh, menagerie and in his guide he goes over what runes to pair together to get certain different weapons so for example if you wanted an SMG, you want the Rune of a Beast and any purple rune, and that should hopefully um, spit you out on Mida. Um, if you wanted the... A Mida multi-tool? Um, an exotic drop? Yeah, the whatever it is, the Mida mini-tool thing. The Callus mini-tool? That's the one. That's the one. But yeah. What's the sniper rifle called? Jubilation or something, isn't it? No, no. No, it's called something remember. else. Yeah. If you watch the video, all will become clear to you. If you want the lovely sniper rifle with the bejeweled bit down the side, you want a rune... Dazzled sniper rifle! Sorry. You want a rune of jubilation and any red rune. And if you wanted the machine gun, you want a rune of ambition and any blue rune. And that should give you the machine gun. Um, and he goes over each weapon and then each um, armor roll as well which is really cool. He also says in his video, 
if you wanted to farm for dust rock blues the Erentil, you can also do that in the menagerie with the different runes and just set it up for a uh, plain standard shotgun fusion rifle you know hand cannon kind of setup whichever weapon you want to kind of get a roll at rather than kind of dump all your um, weapon parts at uh, the gunsmith you can just run the menagerie over and over again as long as you've got the runes to then keep running it and i'm going to drop a link in the show notes for our buddy fallout plays that put together a Fantastic explanation on what is Bloom? How does Bloom work? He really explains Bloom very clearly with examples. So if you're still going Bloom, what is this Bloom I've heard of? He has a really nice video that explains it for you. Cool. And BunnyBot5000 has a chalice spreadsheet, which he's broken down all the different roles that you should be able to get for all the different weapons and armor pieces. And he's put that in a Google Doc. And I will link the Reddit posts, which you can then get to the um, Google Doc from if um, you want to kind of look at what you need to do. And I will also link a Planet Destiny video, which is the best way to farm the Imperials to upgrade your chalice. And one tip for that is on your chalice. Let me have a quick look at it. You want to unlock the gear archetype slot. You also want to unlock the gear specialization slot. And then the power and efficiency, if you can, you want to do power and efficiency one and then power and efficiency two, because power and efficiency two grants you additional weekly powerful rewards from the final chest. And the place activities may now rarely reward material. And it'll also give you the opportunity to go and buy a new um, buff from Benedict 99. And they are called they are called Wealth of the Emperor. And it significantly increases the chances of earning Imperials from Strikes, Gambit and the Crucible. And it greatly increases the chance of earning Imperials in the Menagerie. In the, menagerie. In the game type, which we shall not speak of ever again. In the meringue. I don't know. I kind of enjoy listening to him jack it up literally every single time. So you don't know if I'm doing it on purpose. Meringue. Meringue. No, your tongue is definitely getting tied when you try to say it. If any of you are kind of looking to kind of build gear sets and you're finding a bit of a pain on your phone trying to do Destiny Item Manager through the browser, there is an app called Little Light. And it's been around for quite some time, but they've just recently updated it and it looks phenomenal. If you go and download it from either Google or Apple, have a look at it. Um, In the selection, you can choose to have a look at your progression and all your different things like all the other apps. But then you can also create your own um, loadouts and name them. And it's a little handier kind of thing to get to and quickly you know, tap, say, right, equip this and do that rather than going to Destiny Item Manager on your browser. So if you're looking for something to create different loadouts for different things, then have a look at Little Light app um, and we'll link that in the show notes. I think the the real tip for the um, this expansion is just go and play it and enjoy it and jump into the menagerie. You can have fun and enjoy it. And, 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 and it doesn't matter if you're in a group or not, you know, just going solo, you'll get yeah. through it 
Yeah, as far found, as I can okay. tell, you literally cannot fail the menagerie. No, like not the moment. You can absolutely yeah. I jumped in and do it, you know, day one. You literally can just run around, shoot things in a room, and then it'll send you to the next room eventually. There's nothing you can do to fail it. You can get through it quicker. Yeah, so if yeah, you hit the crystal room, just kind of hang out until you change rooms, and then you go to the the witch room, or you can go to the night pounding everybody in the middle of the floor room. Oh my god, this week when I did the menagerie, uh, I can't remember what day it was, but we were doing when it had blackout, and we got to the part where you have to stand <laughs> in the circle with the knights coming after Ooh. you. That one shot wiped the entire team real bad. It's like wow. Yeah. That, well, we got overconfident because we kept killing the knights before they got to us. But the one time he made it to us, mm-hmm. oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Chad gets a little cranky when he do, when he doesn't get his way. Whew. Blackout with a knight—that is. No, I, I like I like the room where you have to go and get the sword and kind of DPS Again, the ogre and get the shield blackout off with yeah, knights. With blackout. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. Hey, Which you have to, to come up here. You have to take these from us. You we have to realize this is impossible with menagerie. Blackout. Panoramics would like you all to know there are modifiers in the menagerie. Mm. <laughs> Something we may not have told him when we took him through it. For the- <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even notice until like my second or third run through it. I didn't even notice there were modifiers until we got to the Blackout modifier. I was like, oh my God, why are they hitting so hard? He's all like, it's blackout. I'm like, oh, oh, that would do it. Why can't I see? Who are you people? You're not my real dad. And another tip, to be honest, is everything stored on your chalice. So once you've kind of done the quests and you've picked up the bounties from Benedict or whoever, then everything is stored, all the runes, all the Imperials. So if you've got to a part in your quest where it's kind of stopped or you're not sure what to do, have a look at the chalice because it may require you to kind of push a button and upgrade something on it. Yeah. And a triumph. Yeah. Best, best rule further. of thumb: if you have a thousand of the uh, the currency that you use for the chalice and you have no progression, use the thousand to upgrade the only thing that costs a thousand to upgrade, and there's your sign. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people that I was talking to had kind of stumbled on that part. They were like, well, I don't know what yeah, I'm doing at this totally. point, so yeah. what yeah, do I do? Night, last night it was Queen Anne and uh, No List of Men that were stuck on that part. We're like, hey, yeah. pay for it. But, but but what if I want to use it on something else? Yeah. Pay for the damn the slot! It's saving, <laughs> it's isn't it? It's yeah, you want to save it to do, to do something else. Yeah. But you're not going to progress until you've actually paid that initial payout. Yeah, yeah but yeah, we had already told him so many the... times to pay for it. We just got it. I got exasperated. <laughs> just, just pay for the damn slot. All right. Could have, could I, could I have explained it the way you just did? Yes. Am I that kind of person? No. No. no do you're as not. you're told. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, that was something that tripped me up at first because you know I got to the point where you have to turn in a triumph, and I was like, I, I was like, I have a bunch of triumphs. I'll look at those later. It's like, oh hey, uh, you need to do this to actually progress your game at all. If you want to do anything. You have to do this. So, yeah, check your triumphs, check your chalice. And before we go into the menagerie, put something in your in your uh, chalice. chalice. So you're not sitting there with a chest going, why can't I open this? Why can't I open this? you gotta put the got to put the runes in the slots. Do it. It'll make you happier. And and do utilize the, the mechanic while it's in place to run out of the area and then run back and open the chest again once you've re-slotted your chalice. It is, it is very convenient at the moment. Right, like he was making fun of me earlier for having eight multi tools. Well, 
I have a couple of really good rolls on the multi-tool because I did that the first day. Yeah, so basically what we're saying is when you finish the, the menagerie run, there will be two doors in the back of the room after the chest. Take out one, run through one of those two doors and just follow follow the hallway around. You literally can't go wrong. Just follow and the you'll know you're in a different you area. Out of the area. Yeah, you'll know I think you're in a different area when the, the, the name of the new area pops on the bottom left-hand side of your screen. That's how yeah. you know you've changed areas. It's usually yeah. in not the first little back. tunnel that you go through, but right when you start in the second little tunnel, that's usually when you change areas. But yeah, you'll see it in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen with the new name of the new area. That's when you know you've gone far enough. Yep. And then you run back to the chest, don't you? Yes. Yeah, put you, a new rune in it, you in your chalice, in exactly. and then open the chest again. Correct. Yep. And you can do that three or four times at least because you've got 300 seconds once you finish the encounter. Which which, which we noticed earlier, because I ran through this with uh, Blue Screen and Panoramics, the first drop they got was you know a powerful gear with a higher light level. The subsequent drops were not. So Blue made the point where maybe it's maybe this is a part of the mechanic where you can pick up the gear multiple times for different random rolls but only the first time gives you more powerful gear. So maybe it's something they're going to fix, or maybe it's how it's intended. I guess we'll see yeah. if it shows up on the known issues list here in a week or two. <laughs> yeah. Or it could just be like, uh, was it Vault of Glass that had the really long time limit at the end of the raid? Yeah. Yeah. So I want everyone to have time to, you know, see the sights and push their buddies off the edge. Down, down, in, the, down in the pit, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, you've just beat the raid boss. Now you get to push each other off the edge or blow yourselves up in a rocket or in a bubble with a rocket, you know? Whatever, whatever floats your uh, boat. Yeah, that's that's what rockets are for, blowing each other up with bubbles. Yep. Anything else from you guys? Are we going to talk about the merengue and um, the raid in a couple of weeks when everybody's had a chance to play it? I'm you hoping know? to have the raid done between now and then, so yeah, see why not. We'll also talk about the merengue more uh, on the 11th on this Tuesday because we're getting a, a new uh, merengue boss as well as our truth quest come Tuesday reset. Oh. So enjoy our big friend with his wall of deletion because we'll have a new boss on Tuesday. Now the question is, do we get this podcast out before then? Do I edit it in enough time? For the good people, this is being recorded on Friday the 7th. 7th of June. <laughs> so this gives him four full days. Not that he'll keep this in the podcast. He'll edit this part out because no, he has all the power. I'll keep it in. Yeah. No, Craig's keep already it left. Craig is gone. Get to the end of the podcast. They go, right, that's it. We'll just switch off. They don't yeah, even listen to the end of it, do they, Respawn? They really don't. I don't know. They don't no, listen, no, you don't. They don't listen to the crying British children at all. No, you said, you said they. I don't know what they listen to. You. You don't listen either. By they, we mean respawn. I I, I listen. No, obviously you don't. So you heard you you, you heard our special guest uh, special guest outro last week. Sorry, I was just looking at Pan's ranting chat. What was that? Nothing. You didn't listen to our, to our special outro last week. I did not. Not yet. No, but no. I assume it had something to do with the kids. You will. Oh, you're yeah, in for a treat, buddy. You're in for a real treat. All right, end the thing. We're donezo. Oh, we have to do the outros. Hurry up. Come on. Thank you for joining us. Your Titans this week are Parody and Night Demon. Your Hunter, or maybe Warlock, is no one responds in real life. Or you can email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify. Listen to the show, leave us a comment, and you know, go to Google Play 
and go to iTunes. Leave us a rating. I think we have one iTunes rating. Tell us that we suck. Tell us that we're great. Tell us something. Just tell us things. You can go to PodCoin and use the code Two Titans, and you can enjoy that sweet, sweet PodCoin loot. You can find your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live, maybe soon on other platforms come September. You can watch the show on YouTube, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, PodCoin, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. I leave you standing at the end of strikes, daring at your fellow Titan brethren, demanding a hug, and him just standing there, not dancing, not drinking tea, just staring at you back. Say goodbye, Guardians. Goodbye. Bye, Guardians.